What are your plans for your business this year? Hey, it's Tug. Do you want to expand and grow? Aren't you exhausted by going to lenders, building a relationship, and a week later, you got a new person to deal with? You have to start all over again? You don't have that with First Liberty Building and Loan. The Frost family has been helping businesses grow since the 90s, and they want to know you. Unlike big banks, they want to partner with you. The Frost family knows the patterns. They know the ebbs and flows. They know business. Get to know them at FirstLibertyGA.com. Building a building? Buying a building? Buying a franchise? Expanding? Reach out to them. Spend 10 minutes with them. See if you're a fit for them and if they're a fit for you. You do that at FirstLibertyGA.com. And by the way, if you're a young banker and want to work with a team that is faith-friendly and has a culture of excellence, First Liberty might be a good match. Reach out to them today. First Liberty Building and Loan. FirstLibertyGA.com. That's FirstLibertyGA.com. <laughs> there we go. I can't tell you how I smile whenever I hear this song, Flounder. On Letter Rip Friday, in fact, when I'm in my car, I have uh, the system where if you hear a song on the radio, you can hit a button, and it'll tell you when it comes up the next time on your XM stereo, and it'll uh, you can go to it. And I have this one on a check mark, and whenever I see that this is available by The Cure, I hit it on, and I start smiling and laughing. I can't help it. I don't care. <laughs> it's only me. It's only the Kimmer. With Pete Davis, who's sharking over there at uh, Mountains of Macon for some reason. There's a, a shark is moving in front of his camera. Uh, with the sidekick producer and sports raconteur extraordinaire and the mechanical mangler at the controls, Flounder. It's Letter Rip Friday, Anything Goes. 304, our number, 404-741-1230. And all I can say is Saturday. And Saturday, you gotta love it. Happy, happy weekend. We got a weird show here today. Not that they all aren't uh, weird, but uh, we're getting uh, rather bizarre stuff happening here today, including the beginning of the Christmas official Christmas spirit here on the Old Kimmer program uh, with Pete and Flounder. And we'll do uh, <laughs> now. And actually, when I th when I think there's something really funny and really cool and different, I like to do it at least twice on the show. Now I know that a lot of people. In fact, we're we're quite actually blessed. Flounder was telling me about this other. I think the the research survey shows that we have a, 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 an audience that listens to particularly long chunks of time. They and listen to the entire show. Well, I mean, here, I, I, this is the truth. The truth, if you do surveys, or at least the history always was, back when radio was radio, that the, the average time spent listening to a radio program at one sitting was, you know, 8 to 12 minutes, maybe 15 minutes, something like that. And that's why all the DJs on the top 10 stations would play the same songs every hour because they didn't, you know, they weren't the same people. Uh, the turnover was extreme, L literally 10, 15 minutes, and then you're doing something and whatever. And our audience tends to hang around for a very long time. But still, uh, uh, despite that, I know an awful lot of people who can't listen to the show between like three and five. So we're going to play uh, we're going to play one of our favorite Christmas uh, bits of a, a poem that you uh, can't help enjoying and want to hear. So we'll play that for you this hour. And again, later on in the show. Also, we have some some bizarre stuff, uh, uh, including a woman who's looking for a real man. On the day when it is uh, the most sexless day of the year. We'll get to that here in a second also. Oh, one quick thing. I just I have a flounder set up my new iPad. I, I'm still going to go XXX4. Um, and uh, I'm, sorry, I love this little iPad. I don't really know how to use it yet. But 
Uh, on my Facebook page, just popped up, happens all the time, uh, a sweet lady, uh, a, fr- a Facebook friend, is uh, doing a thing with an algorithm that says, uh, we want a reunion of friends, so if you read this, post this, and then, let's see, uh, be, uh, make a one-word comment, post on your timeline, then do a cutting, and I, 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 don't, know, I don't know how to do that, so I, I feel bad that I'm not going to do what they want me to do, but I'm still a friend. Anyway, I, so <laughs> anyway, uh, I'll try to figure it out. Oh, by the way, people are being really nice. I'm getting all kinds of ideas about how to get my TV situation set up in, in Roku or Goku or whatever it is. Anyway, before we go into the 306, Pete Davis, how are you in the mountains of Macon here today, sir? And, a, and a, uh, uh, it looks like we have a cold and uh, cool weekend coming up here. If I can reflect a second here on, yes, on a rather serious note. Please. Fine. Last night I'm I'm staring into the Christmas lights on the Christmas tree ah, and doing lights. some you know tree some lights. thinking. Yeah. And I've decided this yeah. year I don't want to end this year on bad terms with anybody. Well, okay. all right, sir. So basically, I want everybody to start apologizing to me right now. Because otherwise, <laughs> you're going to be bad terms for the rest of the <laughs> Sneaky bastage. <laughs> what, was that, what was that movie where the guy said, sneaky bastage? He, he, he mangled all the swear words. Son of a muffin. Uh, Johnny Dangerously. Johnny Dangerously. <laughs> You sneaky bastard! <laughs> we used to play that. Yeah. Well, we in fact we could we, we used to play it on the other station, but that was a few years ago when I, they were a little more flexible. But in fact, I don't know if we could play it now because there's a couple of them that are really close to being. I mean, everybody knows what the words are, and I think that's a problem with the FCC. If people know what you're talking about, then you're guilty of, of, of deliberately, you know, making them think about it. But still, it's one of the funny, funny <laughs> sections of. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, 308. Uh, so you, we're, in a, we're in a goofy mood, so we got that going for us and a million things. And also, uh, oh, God, the, the uh, president, uh, white trash, is, is losing it even more. You're going to hear him mumbling, and uh, the reaction to it is just uh, hard to believe. Also, I heard the morning boys this morning. America's uh, all-time favorite anal crew, and they were they came across a, something on social media of a little girl who was describing whether she likes Santa Claus better or Amazon, and it's pretty cute and funny. We'll play that for you here coming up very shortly. Also, uh, oh, a Texas church that has a mega celebration for Christmas looks like a Vegas, like uh, what's that act where all the flying acrobats go and you jump into water and all the uh, the uh, giant circus du soleil, circus yeah circus soleil circus soleil is it or whatever it made it looks like Cirque that circus soleil Cirque, Cirque du soleil I was in that. Should I tell my story or not? If he doesn't the want mime? to tell my stories, yeah, the, the mime? mime guy, yeah. When back when when I was actually popular, and uh, <coughs> I looked at the final wife anyway. Uh, so uh, so they had me. They invited me to go to Cirque du Soleil and gave me a couple of tickets for me and their final wife. Uh, and so and they had me sit specifically on a certain seat on the edge of the on right in the aisle. And this was down. It was, it was like a Georgia Tech or someplace, and they had the whole big thing all set up there. And they you know had the. I mean, it was Cirque du Soleil. It was huge and there's all this stuff. All right. So all of, at the beginning of the show, they have the spotlight on the mime. And the guy doesn't talk, but he goes around. He does things with. He does like acrobatic stuff, and he does you know, sight gags, and he pulls things out of his sleeves, and he does stuff like this. And then all of a sudden, he came up to me, and he sort of stopped, 
And it was clear that they had told him where I was. Uh, and so he came up to me and stopped. And, and I remember saying, uh, keep moving, keep moving, which was the very wrong thing to say. <laughs> he stood there and made fun of me. He took a, he, 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 did, he did something on my hair. And at the time, I didn't have a lot of it. And I was kind of happy to keep it where the hell it was. You know, I didn't, you know when you don't have a lot of hair, you don't want people messing with it, even chicks. You know, have you ever, were you at the point, now, you just shaved your head. I just watched you on the monitor here. You just shaved your head. Now, Flounder, you've got, now, do you, when a, when a girl messes with your hair, do you care? Or, or I mean, no, or, I don't mind. You, you don't mind? No. Well, you got enough hair, so, you, but, but again, when you get, when, when you get like I was at that time, I, I didn't have a lot of hair, so I liked it where it was, you know, I didn't want it all messed up. And so he did that anyways forever, and he made fun of me the whole time, and, and so that's my Cirque du Soleil story. Uh, okay, so we got to talk about the church thing. Uh, let's see, hold on, uh, another transgender swimmer, Elon Musk, talking about, uh, I, I, I get, talk about going woke microsoft words wokeness incredible also a miracle of a little baby uh 311 first of all I got 311 already oh oh before i forget uh, and we're going to play a, a funny christmas thing coming up here in, in, in like three minutes first of all uh scotty the window guy one of our listeners is part of this so-called youtube uh, uh gangbanger mafia youtube mafia boys and he made us t-shirts boys merry christmas from scotty the window guy and it says kimmer's uh, youtube mafia with some crossed pistols i'm trying to hold up the youtube thing and th- and then on the back it's like an average it's like a walking billboard <laughs> kimmer's back with pete and flounder three to six and, and uh one uh, 6.3 get the app anyway so uh, thank you so much scotty the window guy and uh, we all have our uh, let's let's get t-shirts <laughs> so now we have an actual uniform anyway 311 with the kimber pete and flounder um also i know you don't like you to weather things but for your planning purposes you can see maybe some changes in traffic patterns i've noticed the last couple of days including today coming to work my ways had a whole i mean things are going on because it's friday right before christmas and I know you hate it when I give weather forecasts because, you know, we're, we're on app radio stations and people could be listening to Montana right now. What the hell do they know about weather in Atlanta? But if you're planning to travel, there's actually news stories. We're on Fox News and all the news feeds about the bad weather coming for Christmas Eve. The whole East Coast, I-95 corridor, apparently, on Christmas Eve and Christmas Day, they say if if you're traveling more than 50 miles from your home in the East Coast corridor, you could be delayed and in for trouble. Serious, serious winter stuff. And I'm flying on Christmas Day. I'm going to Atlanta Airport. I'm flying out on Christmas Day to go surprise the grandkids. So I'm hoping I, I you know, could be, well, what, what the hell? You know, it's a, it's Christmas, and now I'll be very happy just sitting there and being a jerk. <laughs> so it <laughs> went for three hours. <laughs> anyway, uh, all right, coming up, coming up. Well, this is going to be fun. Also, Pete Davis has a game for us. We have Holy Crap at Sports. Uh, we've got some comedy bits. Uh, we've, we're just, we got some fun stuff to do, including, honestly, coming up in just a minute, we're going to do a couple things you don't want to miss, our, a special Christmas treat, and one why this day today is the most sexless day of the year. And then you're going to hear a lady says uh, she'd like to do something about that, but she needs a special kind of guy. So all coming up next, 313 with a Kimmer, Pete, and Flounder. Let her rip Friday. Look out. <laughs> if you are of a certain age... You know this sound. 316 with a Kimmer, Pete, and Flounder. Let it rip Friday. On this day, was born. Our birthday list includes Sonny Crockett. Don Johnson, 74 years old today. Miami Vice star. Man, was that show a huge hit. Holy cow. 
That was kind of the beginning of the pastel colors, hot rod, flashy. Uh, it was kind of the step up from the old Quinn Martin production of Dragnet. It was that one extra step up of Hollywood uh, sizzle and sazzle of uh, you know stars in their aqua blue sport jackets, rolled up sleeves and stuff, and the Ferraris and uh, I guess was it a Ferrari or a uh, uh, the other one? What's the other one? Uh, I'm Lamborghini. Sure he had a Ferrari. Uh, Ferrari or Lamborghini or something. Anyway, Don Johnson, 74, Sonny Crockett on Miami Vice. He was also Nash Bridges and was on HBO's Watchmen. I didn't. I, I've seen that on my show, but on my uh, schedule, but it's I've horrible. never seen it. Is it awful? It, it's complete. It's completely ro- uh, woke, anti-white. It's it's horrendous. Yeah, I think I, I read something about it. That doesn't sound like something I'd want. Anyway, he's on that. Uh, Don Johnson, seventy-four, and his daughter Dakota Johnson is kind of a hottie. She was the uh, tramp in Fifty Shades of Grey, and she was the tramp in um, uh, Social Network, where she slept with a guy she didn't even know was the founder of the music th- sharing it's thing. A tramp. Well, she was a tramp. I'm sorry. Her, her role Sl- was she, she well well the story was I mean she you know the, the, who, who, what's the guy's name who was in uh, who, who invented uh, the sharing service uh, he was in Napster so, Napster yeah what, what, what's the name of the guy oh God uh, anyway uh, so uh, the story was a uh, social media a social network, and uh, the scene comes to a guy in bed, and the girl is going into the bathroom, and she's wearing a pair of panties at Stanford University, and the guy says, hey, can I use your, uh, uh, can I t- tune into this new social service uh, Facebook, the Facebook thing while you're in the shower? She says, sure, and he goes in, and he starts screaming and yelling, screaming and yelling, because the Facebook thing is up or whatever, and he hasn't talked to the guy at Facebook. To- <laughs> what was that? <laughs> anyway, uh, and so and so and so she says, uh, she says, oh, is that a new thing? And, and uh, then she says, by the way, what do you do for a living? And he says, well, I'm an entrepreneur. She says, what do you preneur? And he says, well, I discovered a, a music sharing service. And she said, Napster? He says, yeah. She says, oh, I thought so-and-so invented Napster. She says, yeah, how do you do? She says, oh, my God, you're, I slept with so-and-so. And he says, no, you slept on so-and-so. And then she said, and she says, oh, no, first she said, uh, she didn't know his name. She said, you're not like 14, are you? Anyway, what's the guy's name? Come on. I can't believe we don't know. <laughs> Thank his. you for that synopsis though, of a movie nobody will ever watch. Yeah. <laughs> and no, no one can break it down like you. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I, I got to stop this sniff of glue during the day. I just really, it's, it's more of a nighttime hey, thing, really. Sean Parker is the Sean person Parker. who created Napster. Thank you, God. Thank That's you, good. Flounder, the savior in the dark Nick, booth. Hey, can, if we're doing requests, how about Fast and Furious number six, about 30 minutes into the movie? If you can do that scene, I'd appreciate that. <laughs> Write it down, and I'll get to it Monday. <laughs> Be Vin Diesel oh for us. Oh, my God. Uh, 319. Okay, Flounder, let's start with a little Christmas spirit here, and then we're going to hear from a lady who's looking for a man. First of all, this is something we do every year. We've done it for years and years and years. I don't remember when the first time we did it, uh, but it was it's one of the treasures of Christmas season on the radio as far as I'm concerned. Ladies and gentlemen, a redneck Christmas. Christmas. The night before oh. Christmas and all through the trailer, my cousins was snoring like six drunken sailors. <laughs> the children were nestled all snug in their beds with the home shopping network stuck in their heads. The ashtrays were full and the beer bottles strewn looked like no one would stir at least until noon. And and so I surmise that with a little good luck, the missus and I could sneak in a good 
Nap. Or, nap. I'm, nap. Not sure I'm having trouble with that line. Sleep, I'm nap. You could help me with that one. Rest, a nice rest. <laughs> so uh, I had my wife beater, and she and her teddy broke out the handcuffs and got the whips ready. <laughs> <laughs> I just put fresh batteries in all the adult toys when out in the street I heard a hellacious noise. <laughs> I leapt to the window and ripped down the sheet and, and gazed in wide wonder at the scene in the street. <laughs> the full moon was casting a silvery light on a heartwarming trailer park holiday site. A stretch Hummer limo with eight hookers in back and their fat bearded pimp with a red velvet pack. <laughs> he was dressed in Armani with a lizard skin belt, a rock on each finger, and a chinchilla pelt. <laughs> his pearl-handled Beretta was engraved to St. Nick, and it was tucked in his trousers right next to his wallet. I wallet. I, I'm, trying to, I'm still working on that Pocket line, watch. Could be a lot of things. All I right. can't get a good rhyme on that uh, one. That's all right, sir. Keep the flow. Uh, keep the flow. The, those gold teeth glittered as the crowd gathered round, and he unfurled a list that reached to the ground. He gave food stamps and vouchers and government cheese to the Hondurans, the Haitians, and the Vietnamese. <laughs> <laughs> iPods and Game Boys and stereo equipment all recently hijacked from a big Walmart shipment. <laughs> <laughs> and then to his chariot, the portly elf sprang, and to the grateful he yelled, ain't nothing but a fang. <laughs> <laughs> to his curvaceous minions he called, on candy, on brandy, on Maya and Star, on cinnamon and Laquisha, get your ass in the car. <laughs> And I heard him exclaim as he drove out of sight to bar skanks and bikers and paid hookers alike, Merry Christmas to all and to all a good night. Ladies and gentlemen, a redneck Christmas. That's only me, the Kimmer Pete and Flounder, 323 on 106.3. Here's our phone number, 404-741-1230, 741-1230. If you have a Christmas poem uh, or whatever, <clears throat> we'd love to have you join us. In fact, if you have plans for Christmas or you want to talk about Christmas, or uh, I'll tell you another thing. We, uh, in, in fact, I'm really I'm serious about this. <clears throat> if you're looking for a final thing and you can't find it, call us and somebody will know. If you if you if you're looking, remember it used to be the Hess truck. Every year for years, decades ago, oh, people yeah. were trying to find the the, the Hess uh, tr truck, Christmas toy at the Hess gas station truck. And I think they I think they stopped doing them. And then they, I think they're back doing them again. Anyway, they were a very popular thing, and they kept yeah, running back. out, and they're back. Anyway, so if you, if you're looking for a special thing and you can't find it, and of course everything's on the web these days. It's not like the old. You know, it used to be so much more fun. If somebody had a problem, they'd call up, and and, and somebody else would hear it, and. So it. And we boom, bang, poo. Now everything's all looking up on the internet and going apps and all this kind of stuff. But if you're having mm -hmm. trouble finding something or you need an idea or you're wondering whether an idea, a, a Christmas gift would be appropriate or not for a certain age of a somebody, if you're a grandparent or something for I mean, whatever. I mean, if you have a question about Christmas shopping or an issue or comment, we'd love to be able to see if we can help you. If we can't, somebody will. Somebody will know, and we'll get it either on. You guys are monitoring YouTube there once in a while. We've got our YouTube posse out there and everything. Sure. Again, our number is 404-741-1230. Now, uh, this for this, <laughs> If you have a lawnmower, you want to swap out. Well, you know, I used to do a, a show. I used to do a hair dryer. I used to do a trading post show. I, I'm not making that up. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I, I did, and yeah. it was very popular. <laughs> 
Well, I bet it was. <laughs> We're not doing it again, though. <laughs> this is at Waycross Radio. <laughs> My first radio job was 1965. Think about that. I mean, th you think how different things were in 1965? <laughs> anyway. There's no FM. <laughs> no, there wasn't. There wasn't. Uh, 325. All right, no, I keep repeating flounder. Here we go. Uh, the December 15th, quote, is the most sexless day of the year. According to some data from a doctor and some sources, and they put a few things together to come up with an, uh, the idea that today, December 15th, is the date that the least amount of people will be having sex. Now, I'm about to say something a little colorful. It's a, it's a legal word, but it's, it's an adult word, and it's, uh, it, it will make some people uncomfortable uh, coming up here, but it's just part of the deal, and we're an adult radio station, and I'm warning you in advance, it's not dirty, but it's an it's a, it's a adult word uh, coming up here because this is doctor stuff speaking, and this is a real thing. We've talked about this in the past. Dr. So-and-so works at so-and-so for the thing. Analysis. The least demand for sexual specialists on this day was tomorrow. So they're figuring the worst, the, the day where there's least sexual activity is December 15th. There are a multitude of reasons, according to this doctor in his research, quote, in, why someone's sex drive might be lower in the winter months or why people have less sex than usual. One reason is the little-known and bizarre condition that some healthcare professionals have termed winter vagina. I think I'm having my winter vagina as we speak. Winter vagina is the little-known bizarre condition where dry, cold air can cause a drought mode for certain parts of your body. Also, when you're a lot of heat indoors and cool outside can affect the itching area of the nature's windows. Also, that's one major reason. Also, the stress of the season. Everything's kind of building up. This is all of a sudden shopping deadlines are here and making plans for the final push for the weekend and stuff like that. Stress and worry impact your sex drive and uh, the shorter day also i hadn't thought about this the shorter days because we're getting up the shortest day of the year is december 21st if i'm not mistaken the winter solstice i believe shortest days of the year coming up here it means less time out in daylight and that impacts our cardiac rhythm uh, intricate bodily uh, function processes that determine your sleep and wake patterns seasonal affective disorder they call it a rare type of depression triggered by a change in seasons, resulting in low mood for roughly 5% of Americans every winter. And, of course, then there's exhaustion, less sunlight exposure, spending more time indoors, vitamin deficiencies, feel more tired in winter months, can affect your libido and sex drive, multiple reasons and steps like that, which is why December 15th, they say, when you put it all together, December 15th is the most sexless day of the year. Well, I thought it was yesterday. And the and the day before, <laughs> and the day and before, the day before that, <laughs> Fa sexless month. Yeah, I don't want to hear from either you two bastards. By the way, <laughs> <laughs> I can go back a lot farther than any one of you. I'm, I guarantee. You. <laughs> I thought it was yesterday. I was swore it was yesterday. It was a sexless okay. day. <laughs> I can fix this problem for you. All right, sir. Last night I went out. Of course, the dogs made their usual 2 a.m. visit. So I <laughs> went outside in the cold, freezing, yeah. and I saw for the first time in years a shooting star. We're in the middle oh, of one of those meteor that's showers. That's right. I know? heard about the meteor shower. I missed it. 
and it was huge. And it came straight down like it was crashing into the earth. And you need to go out tonight yeah. and find you a falling star. Shooting star, and then and then some hot babe is going to say, "I've always looked, wanted to meet you." And what's happening? What's happening tomorrow night? What's happening tomorrow night? Oh my God, is that our party? Is our party tomorrow tomorrow night? Christmas party. Holy crap! I I don't even know where it is. Uh, I guess I should probably look look that up somewhere. Brookhaven. Yeah, I don't want to go back to Brookhaven. Flounder, yeah, I think it's I'll your drive responsibility by my house. Oh, my God. Sure. I mean, I'll be driving. <laughs> I, I'm gonna, now I'm going to have to drive by my final house. Yep. Oh, God. It's the kind of guy you are. Please don't do that. It'll put you in a bad mood as you go I'm to I'm already park. in a bad mood. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all you had to say was Brookhaven. Oh, God. Thanks for the nightmare. All right, no, fine. Everything's fine. I, I'm, I'm stroking my beard now. I'm, I'm enjoying the little fuzz on my face and having a happy day here. So everything's going to be fine. And the party tomorrow night, and I, by God, now I'm going to wear a sport jacket and a tie. Is that all right? Is that is that a thing? A tie. Is this like a, a tux thing or what? You Who's need, in there with you? You, you got a girl tie. in there? It's a Veronica. Is that Veronica? Oh, my God, girl, get in here. <laughs> Uh, I'll go in there. i got to get some hugging. Oh, my God, this is fantastic. All right, 3.30 with the Kimber Pete and Flounder. That dog better not be with oh, her. Oh, I hope she's got him. All right, we'll see you. We'll be back. Day with live and local conservative talk with Tug, Rhino, and Carlos Medina on the Morning Extra. If you just take a standard account at a big bank and having over $2,500 in that account, the savings rate is 0.01%. Exactly. My point exactly. And so your money is not keeping pace or anywhere close to it with the rate of inflation and what's going on. So you're forcing Americans to now have to figure out other ways to invest and basically gamble their money. The Morning Extra, now every morning from 6 to 10 a.m., only on Extra 106.3. A warm embrace on a cold winter's night. The smell of cinnamon and apple cider. The flickering dance of candles in a window. And hands, young and old, joined around the table. There's nothing like being there in person for the holidays. And your Mercedes-Benz Connection RBM of Atlanta wants to get you there safely, in comfort, and in style. Come in now during the Holiday Love Celebration for great offers on the Mercedes-Benz vehicles you've always wanted. Get an exceptional offer on a 2023 C300 sedan for only $549 per month. For 36 months with $4493 due at signing, exclusively from RBM of Atlanta in Sandy Springs. Special lease rate available only to qualified customers exclusively from Mercedes-Benz Financial Service through RBM of Atlanta Sandy Springs through January 2nd, 2024. Excludes tax, tag, title, and Georgia Lemon Law fees. Contact RBM of Atlanta for details on this and other exciting offers. Visit rbmofatlanta.com or call us at 770-390-0700 for details. My name is Amy Risley. I have been working for Bruce Hagen for 17 years. When I first started, my boys were four and six. And whenever I needed, Bruce allowed me to bring them to our office. Bruce has always treated us like family. And 17 years later, I still love coming to work for Bruce Hagen. The best part of my job is when I get to put a settlement check in the hands of someone Bruce won a case for and see it change their life. I'm Amy Risley, and I work for Bruce Hagen. Let Bruce Hagen work for you. Hagen-Law.com. Hey, Atlanta, it's Tug. Get ready to kick winter to the curb with Central Heating and Air Conditioning. 
Picture this, a home where cold can't touch you, where warmth and comfort reign supreme. That's the promise of Central Heating and Air Conditioning. And now for a limited time, Central is offering up to $2,000 in rebates on qualifying carrier systems. Yes, you heard right, up to $2,000 in your pocket. Why settle for cold when you can bask in the warmth of a brand new carrier system? It's not just about comfort, it's about savings too. Central Heating and Air Conditioning is committed to bringing you the best in heating and air solutions. They're not just keeping your homes warm, they're keeping your pockets happy too. So, Atlanta, don't let the chill catch you off guard. Upgrade your old system today. Call them now at 770-GET-HEAT. That's 770-GET-HEAT. Central Heating and Air Conditioning, your Atlanta carrier experts are standing by to make your winter cozier than ever. When it comes to comfort and savings, nobody does it better than Central, where warmth meets excellence. We're smart, we care, we're Central Heating and Air. Step into the great outdoors with Realtree, Georgia's very own outdoor company. Hi, I'm Bill Jordan, and I'm here to tell you about the incredible experiences that await you and your loved ones. At Realtree, we've dedicated ourselves to creating quality products and experiences that enhance your outdoor lifestyle. Whether you're an experienced hunter or a novice angler, Realtree has everything you need to make your outdoor adventures a success. Visit Realtree.com to discover a world of possibilities. Realtree, family, friends, and the outdoors. If you have unfiled taxes or are in debt to the IRS, this is important news. The IRS just rolled out a new program to help struggling taxpayers more easily resolve their tax problems. It's called the Taxpayer Relief Initiative, and it opens up powerful new options for people looking to get back on the right track with the IRS. And no one knows this program like the professionals at Optima Tax Relief, America's most trusted resolution company. They've resolved over $1 billion in tax debt for their clients and have the expertise and experience to help you. One easy call to Optima can start the process, helping to put an end to your worries of wage garnishment, asset seizure, and other aggressive IRS actions. Make today the beginning of your fresh start with the IRS. Call the experts at Optima Tax Relief now for your free confidential consultation. Call 800-970-3199. That's 800-970-3199. 800-970-3199. Optima Tax Relief. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. From director George Clooney. Well, what's that about making some money? Yeah, the Romans. He can get a part-time job and a cheap place to live. This Christmas. Come on, boys. That bunch of kids rode like no one else that's ever come through here. Based on the inspiring true story. We have it both. Strong enough to qualify for an Olympic spot. Well, lay it down, coach. Of the underdogs who made history. The Americans have the 1936 Olympics. Roll for your country. Roll for each other. The Boys in the Boat. Only in theaters Christmas Day. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. Stream the morning extra, The Kimmer Show, along with Glenn Beck, Clay and Buck, Jesse Kelly, and our entire lineup of conservative voices on the all-new Extra 1063 app. Download it now for Apple or Android. <laughs> there we go. How's it going? 336 with the camera feet and flouted. And the young rascals. Yeah, we'll play a little young rascal. This is what I had. I said, Doctor, 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 can you tell me? It's rock and roll, baby. The young rascals. Yeah, 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 you got to love it. All I need, baby. 
And on this day last year, Dino Danelli, the American drummer, died at 78 years old. He was the original member and drummer in the rock group The Young Rascals, performed on three of their number one hits, including Good Lovin' from 1966 and Groovin' from 1967. I just like this song a lot, back in the old rock and roll days. That really is, do you guys have nostalgia? When I hear the songs from the mid-60s, I mean, that was... But, you know, before I, right before I went in the Marines, back when I was, you know, basically a teenager type, it's very nostalgic. Do you have a, a Pete, do you have a nostalgic period where a certain, like, six or seven years of music just really yeah, gets you? Yeah, the seven, the early 70s when I was a kid, you know, that, those those are ingrained in your memory, yeah. Flounder, how about you? Do you have a, a, a time period? Uh, probably early 90s, mid-90s. Uh, uh, who would be the... What? Uh, that was when Nirvana, Pearl Jam, Soundgarden, Alice in Chains, yeah. Smashing Pumpkins, cool. kind of a big alternative yeah. blast. Yeah, cool. Uh, anyway, that, that sure does it for me, rock and roll. Uh, uh, by the way, our birthday list includes Melanie Chardoff. You know that name? She was a little kind of red-haired, sort of cutie chick actress. Yeah. Uh, Melanie Chardoff is 73. She was in Rugrats, uh, Weird Science. She was on a bunch. Of, if you saw her face, you'd know her. She was uh, I definitely look kind of a redhead hottie chick. Melanie Chardoff, 73 years old today. That Friday show. Uh, ABC's uh, knockoff of Saturday Night Live is called Fridays, where, where Mike, what's his face? Kramer got his start, basically, on that show, too. Oh, uh, Michael Richards. Yeah. So did Larry David, I believe. Oh, really? No kidding. Uh, 338, uh, and on this day in history, uh, 1944, legendary band leader Glenn Miller died when in the plane he was flying. Oh, I got like, a double thing. I actually wrote some history on this myself and got some from Flounder's History, guys. I got a double history thing here. Sorry. Uh, except put a little effort in this. Uh, 1944, uh, Glenn Miller died when the plane he was flying in as a passenger disappeared in thick fog over the English Channel. In 1985, 40 years later, 41, a group of former British Royal Air Force pilots finally admitted when they were unable to drop their bombs on Germany during a routine bombing run, they dropped the bombs over the English Channel on that day where, unknown to them at the time, Glenn Miller's plane was flying in the area. However, I just read an article last night, and then I typed that up about the, the latest research, according to the weather patterns and everything else, showed that it probably indicates that the plane they were in had some a, a problem with frozen fuel lines because the uh, the ice and so forth from the different there are different kinds of icing that affect aircraft engines and after looking at all the facts of the of the physical situation they figured it probably was not bombs that accidentally killed him either way they don't know he disappeared and died and glenn miller was uh, you know very famous he was an army major and he was on his way uh, to uh, france i believe from britain to entertain the troops 1944 339 camera pete and flounder okay this is the most sexless day of the year uh, for various different reasons <laughs> again i sure thought it was yesterday uh but now um uh, pete saw we, we were going to do this the other day uh, on social media there is a woman who is looking for a particular kind of man but I, the problem is, I don't think today's and maybe if you're a lady and you want to join us in this 404-741-1230, uh, chime in on this. And what do you think? Here's a woman who wants men when they were men. Uh, but sometimes it's hard to uh, figure out what's going on and where they are. Uh, Flounder, if you will, sir. 
I, I'm sick because I will go out in public and see today's young men, and I'm just like, something's not clicking for me. Something's just not doing it for me. I've been single for four years. Um, but then I'll go to the thrift store, and you know those like little buckets that have like the old photos in them? Yeah, I'll look through those. And I'm like, whose grandpa is this? Because he was so fine, okay? Like my grandpa who was in World War II, not him. Okay, give me a second. My grandpa who was in World War II, a fighter pilot, he was alive until a few years ago and he was wonderful. And when he passed away, I was the one who was like, give me all these family photos, like give me everything, like give me the photos. So I have photos of him and his squadron, I think you call it. They were the real, like they were so fun. Not real my grandpa, men. but the men that he was flying and working with. They were so handsome and I don't know what it is, like, I really don't. And then I'll see those TikToks of the men, like the actors from the 60s, the 50s and the 60s, and they were so handsome. I don't know, maybe it's just the way they dressed. But, like, I don't like old men, I love young men. I just love young men back then, you know. <laughs> it's very simple. The feminists took over, they drugged all the young boys in schools that were acting like young boys, they turned them into beta males, all the feminists out there screaming you couldn't be a toxic uh, masculinity, That's right. and this is what you get, ladies. And, and let's remember, the, uh, there's an official demasculinization policy in the American political government in power right now, <coughs> and excuse <coughs> uh, Vice President Carmela Sidepiece, America's favorite uh, uh, consort, uh, her husband, the what is it, the first, the second fellow or whatever the hell, the second gentleman, whatever the hell they call him, he was uh, he is in charge. I think we have a phone call. Hold on a second. He is in charge of try uh, of the program to take away toxic masculinity. Remember that he actually did a news conference about how he's you know working with committees and groups and social organizations and school systems to try to make sure that boys stop acting like boys. Dear God. And no wonder this girl's confused. You know, they want a real man, but, oh, my God, he might be conservative. <laughs> That's the other problem. Uh, and they're, I mean, it's, just, it's, it's obvious as hell. Is that a little phone call in there, uh, Flounder? Yes, it is. We have Kim on the line, and she wants to chime in on this subject. Outstanding. Hey, baby, how you doing? It's Kim speaking to Kim. What's up with you today? <laughs> I'm about to go to the horse barn in a few seconds. Oh, lucky so, you. I wish I were there with you. <laughs> oh, nice day for it. Hey, um, her comments are dead on the money, though, about her grandparents. My Both of my grandparents, actually, my grandmother and my grandfather served as Army sergeants in World War II. My grandmother was in the WAC. She was the, oh, in the Women's Army. Army Corps, my, yeah. Yep, and my grandfather um, was stationed, he was a good-looking dude, too. Um, and then my other grandfather was also, he was in Army. My other grandfather was in the Marines. And it was just the way that they were dressed. They were very protective over their women, um, protective and caring, and more of, um, you know, they, they were not like these little wimpy dudes that you find with these, skin-tight jeans, and um, they, and in addition to the fact that the women's movement, I, I'm 56, but the women's movement really shot ourselves in the foot because yeah. what they've done is they've stripped away, they want to be equal with men. Well, of course you're not going to get men that are going to want to provide and protect and be the leader and all that stuff. You can't have a two-headed snake. <laughs> right. And a, and, and a 
family. So you got to have, you know, so I understand it. And it is really difficult, and especially in today's dating world, because, you know, swiping on dating apps or, or instead of meeting somebody organically, yeah. it's like you're looking for a used car. You know, <laughs> yeah. or a, yeah. It's like, God, that thing's dang ugly, you know, and you just... You know, organically is the way to go, but how do you go about doing that unless you do a background check on them, a credit check, a background check, give me your health certificate, and everything else. Yeah, so, it's a nightmare. And, and one last thing about the women's movement. It's amazing to me what women's movement. It used to be we, uh, Me Too, and that turned out to be a crock unless you're a liberal. And the other thing is, where's the women's movement when all of a sudden all the transsexuals are saying, I, I'm really, you know, I want to be, I'm really not a girl, but I want to be. Where are the women standing up for the women i mean you know the whole world's upside down kimmy I, you know it's it's crazy Kim, i am a riley Gaines fan and i play college sports and i both of my daughters they're 27 and 26 i raised them to be um kind of tom girls but they're beautiful and um they play sports uh both scholarships playing lacrosse in college and they take no flack i've always taught them <laughs> that you don't want to be a leader in the relationship. You want to be treated like a princess. And we kind of go off of the Christian values and principles about those things. And, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just... It, just a bunch of wimpy guys that just want to sit around and be catered to and have their women be mommy. Yeah, they're afraid to afraid so. to stand up for just being a man and a protector. Uh, Kimmy, I really appreciate talking to you. Merry Christmas in advance. Have a great weekend. Be careful out there. And, uh, again, call anytime. Always a pleasure to talk to you. Uh, oh God! Oh yeah! <laughs> Thanksgiving. <laughs> you know, I, uh, thank you, sweetie. In fact, uh, I if I hadn't, if you had, Pete, if you hadn't said that, I would have forgotten the party. About, I, I mean, I say it's totally. I've got like nine things. I've got my big medical thing on Monday, so I, and I'm doing blood pressure stuff. And I've got a million things happening with this stuff. And I, honestly, if you hadn't said something about that, I would have totally forgotten the party tomorrow night. That's why I said it. <laughs> oh, so you want me to be there. You're looking for you trouble. 346 be. with the Kimber Pete and Flounder. Need you on that wall. <laughs> You're going to get it. <laughs> you sorry you asked. <laughs> Look out. Oh, yes, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, baby. That's it. I got to say, I'm loving your choice of songs here, Flounder, for the joiner lines, man. This is rock and roll, baby. The Marvelette, yeah. And this is way better than the Carpenter's version. I'm sorry. Yeah, 2021. Wanda Young passed away at the age of 78. A member, and after 1965, the lead singer of the Motown all-female singing group, the Marvelettes. They gave Motown their first number one pop single in late 1961 with this song, Please, Mr. Postman. Holy crime, and that was a, I think it was in ninth grade, eighth or ninth grade. Good grief. The Beatles did it, Please, Mr. Postman. Their version was pretty good, actually, by the way, if I remember correctly. Uh, 1975, and the Carpenters remade it in, uh, was number one hit around the world with them. 
And it was a good song, but I, the Marvelettes have got to be the best. They just, there was just something about, I remember that whole period of time, too, that early 60s stuff, and it really just, uh, Motown just exploded. It was really cool and, uh, com- compared to the Beach Boys sound, too. Anyway, uh, 352, Kim Repeat and Flounder. Our birthday list includes, I know the guy's uh, work, I don't know, his, I can't remember his face. Charlie Cox is 41. He played Matt Murdock on the Marvel's uh, Daredevil series. And you may remember him as He's Owen. Daredevil. He's Daredevil. And he was Owen Slater on Boardwalk Empire. Charlie Cox, 41. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I he, can't remember his face. Did, did you watch it? He was the Irish guy who was having the affair with Nookie's uh, wife. Oh, oh, that was a good series. You know what? Uh, what's the matter? Are we cutting something? And he got his head. Oh, he got his head. No, he got his head cut off. Oh, oh we have a little delay going. I, I saw you slicing your neck. I thought my hand's gone wild. We have to get somebody up there. Uh, <laughs> at three fifty-three. Uh, by the way, coming up, Flounder, we're going to play that little, the little girl from social media that we that, that showed up to compare the two things. If it just gets you ready. Uh, on this day in history, in nineteen, I mean, I'm just an idiot. On this day in eighteen ninety, the legendary Sioux leader, Sitting Bull. With 11 other tribe members, was about 60 years old on this day in 1890. Sitting Bull and 11 others were shot to death on the South Dakota reservation by Indian police sent to arrest him by federal agents. And he said, I'm not going to go with you and take him alive, and they killed him. Sitting Bull and his friends. Uh, 354 uh, with a Kim Pete and Flounder. Uh, a couple of relationship things coming up here. Oh, oh, in fact, also there's a tranny story in the news. and We just talked about that whole issue that is still going on in schools these days. Uh, but first of all, this is kind of cute. Uh, there's a, a popping up on social media. Somebody went to the trouble of having a little girl do a kind of a little bit on whether uh, she was looking forward more to a visit from Santa Claus or from Amazon. And so she does a little bit of a comparison of uh, what she's looking for uh, 10 days to go till Christmas. Now, an ordinary kid on why Santa is better than Amazon. First of all, Santa invented free overnight delivery. Amazon, whatever. Santa is a nice jelly belly grandpa. Jeff Bezos is creepy and bald and has an even creepier girlfriend. Did she buy those on Amazon? Santa comes to town in a sleigh with reindeer. Amazon shows up in a dirty blue van blasting death metal. Santa wraps her presents and gently puts them under the tree. The tatted up Amazon guy casually tosses brown boxes on her porch and puts out a cigarette in the planter. Santa says, ho, ho, ho. Amazon says, more, more, more. Santa has elves that work for candy canes and gumdrops, while Amazon elves work for peanuts. Finally, I would never sit on Jeff Bezos' lap. Gross. This has been an ordinary kid on why Santa is better than Amazon. That's (laughs) kind of creepy. Uh, it's probably his daughter, although it's probably a 30-year-old woman doing a voice of a kid. Some, you know, some of those people are pretty good. Did you hear that after 70-something years, Macy's is going to quit doing the lighting of the great tree? Oh, I, This yeah. is after they killed the pink pig again last year. They killed the pink pig again. Yeah. In fact, there was, didn't you, te- you texted something else about that? But it just figures. It just freaking it's figures. It's Atlanta Traditions. That they're tossing out the windows. Things are not getting better, folks. Things are getting worse. These are Atlanta traditions we all grew up with, and they've killed the idiots in charge. Have killed them to do hip hop stuff. Yeah. Now, is the pink the pink pig is gone forever? Or don't don't yes. they still pink pig's gone. 
I thought they brought. I thought they brought it back. Of course, we had the we had the China no, kill they, virus thing going, but when I was a kid, it was on the ceiling of the toy department. Yeah. Then they moved it to the roof. Yeah, and then even when we were in college, we would get drunk and go down there and ride the pink pig. You had to have the sticker, man. Then you yeah. rode the pink pig. Then they moved it out to Linux and they put it in the parking lot under a tent. And then they cut it down for, uh, what, uh, the China virus. They yeah. stopped it. And then they decided not to bring it back after that, so they killed it again. And now, uh, what's it, the, was it the lighting that's gone? Yeah, the tree. The lighting of the great tree. They're not going to do that anymore either. Unbelievable. Well, I, I guess nobody cares. I mean, you, if, if people cared, they'd say, boy, we got to do this because people care. <laughs> Obviously, is it all well, money? I mean, what, I don't. What, what's the issue? P, well, let's just say the people who care now live in Alpharetta and Canton and other places yeah. where they do do lighting of the trees, and they don't have to go to downtown Atlanta and get shot or stabbed or have their car broken into. Yeah, it's just yeah. Pe- more and more people want to get out of Atlanta. Yeah. Well, for good reason too. And that's why I left. Another Democrat. Yeah, well, <laughs> that's why I, I left. in fact, you. Well, I mean, Flounder had a pretty good thing going. Actually, you know, he had a nice apartment. And well, it, here's the thing: when I moved from my, when my brother got married, and I moved out of his place, and I found a loft in West Midtown. Yeah. In 2015-ish, I was paying 1,200. 2019-20, when I left, they wanted 1,800. For 730 square feet of uh, yeah. cement space. And, and at first, if the price was right, it was actually, it could have been a pretty good location. It was, you know, oh, central it's, enough. It's a to, great place yeah. now, too. It's just overcrowded uh, as well. But then all of a sudden, uh, construction and the people and the stuff, and uh, you can't get anywhere, you can't drive anywhere, and there's a pink block. I mean, it's just a nightmare. Yeah, I'm uh, when I lived on at 10th and Howell Mill, which is about a mile, maybe two miles from 75, yeah. sometimes it would take me half an hour to get to 75. Hmm. Yeah, I remember. I, I I cannot tell you how much stress has been taken out of my life knowing that at 5 o'clock in the afternoon, I can get in my car and go get something to eat and not worry about waiting for 40 minutes in traffic or worrying about traffic whatsoever, unless there's a deer in the road. Yeah, and I guess it so makes up for the fact that you have to lower a bucket into a well to get your drinking water and your bathing water. Hey, we all have trade-offs in life. <laughs> And I have trained the groundhogs to bring me my water in a bucket. Is the groundhog so. back? Did he show up again? No. The, the groundhogs are in hibernation until February. So they've gone underground. Oh, that's, yeah. well, that's right. I keep thinking. Although it's been, it hasn't been that cold. We, we're in the middle of December, and we're still in the 50s. Although oh, it's, it's going down to 20s thir- up well, there. Well, yeah, I guess, yeah, it's true. Yeah. It's going to 38 or so at night here for a while. But still, you know, and again, uh, I'm a little nervous about the Christmas travel thing because I'm flying out on Christmas Day. <laughs> so <laughs> anyway, well, maybe I'll be flying out on Christmas Day as to surprise my grandkids. Uh, 3.59 with a Kimber Pete and Flounder. Coming up, we'll talk. Uh, also, uh, President Stumblebum has done it again. And you'll hear about the Texas megachurch, which is getting ripped because of an incredible ceremony they have to uh, celebrate the birth of Jesus. But people are saying, uh, plea, a little tacky. <laughs> anyway, we got that more uh, with the uh, with the Kimber Pete and Flounder. And, uh, oh, the way to hear about the lady, they wanted to give a, to, to go on TV and say, well, my, my, my husband's been kidnapped. Bring him back, please. She's, yeah, wait to hear what she says first. Four o'clock with a Kimber Pete and Flounder. We'll do that next, just for the fun of it. <laughs> Thank you.
What are your plans for your business this year? Hey, it's Tug. Do you want to expand and grow? Aren't you exhausted by going to lenders, building a relationship, and a week later, you got a new person to deal with? You have to start all over again? You don't have that with First Liberty Building and Loan. The Frost family has been helping businesses grow since the 90s, and they want to know you. Unlike big banks, they want to partner with you. The Frost family knows the patterns. They know the ebbs and flows. They know business. Get to know them at FirstLibertyGA.com. Building a building? Buying a building? Buying a franchise? Expanding? Reach out to them. Spend 10 minutes with them. See if you're a fit for them and if they're a fit for you. You do that at FirstLibertyGA.com. And by the way, if you're a young banker and want to work with a team that is faith-friendly and has a culture of excellence, First Liberty might be a good match. Reach out to them today. First Liberty Building and Loan. FirstLibertyGA.com. That's FirstLibertyGA.com. She sounds very kind of whiny on this song for some reason. Really, you know that kind of thing. I like, but I, I, I like a virgin. What's the one where she's? Uh, is it like a virgin? I think it's one I like, where she's on yes, her knees, is. kind of thing. Or anyway, that, that whatever that. I don't, well, no, I, that's the only thing I remember. I, I'm, you know, I think I think I like this song. Anyway, this is Madonna. I'm sorry. <laughs> Let me start over. Here we go. Play this song. Here we go. We'll play the chorus. Here we go. Fine. Here we go. Here we go. No, this isn't the song. What's the other one? There's another one about prayer. Oh, like a prayer. Like a prayer. That's the one I like. This is like a virgin. I like one like a prayer. Uh, 2008, Madonna paid former husband Guy Ritchie about $70 million as part of their divorce settlement. The spokesman for the singer told uh, reporters the figure included the value of the couple's home in England and the financial part of the deal had been worked out but custody of the couple's children had yet to be finalized. And I don't know what happened. That was 2008, which got rid of Guy Ritchie. A quick uh, birthday list. Uh, the disgusting, hideous liar, and uh, as far as I'm concerned, an insurrectionist, Donna Brazile, is 64. That a loudmouthed uh, bully punk woman of the Democrat Party who's been as responsible as anybody for the destruction of the American culture in the last 20 years. And uh, ironically, on this day in history, here it goes along with you, Donna. On this day in 1998, the House of Representatives impeached Bill Clinton. But, of course, it didn't matter because uh, they weren't going to convict him in the Senate. And, and, by the way, just for the record, this business uh, of, of impeachment going on now, and there, if they do impeach uh, President White Trash... It's not going to make any difference, uh, mostly because of Georgia and our two liberal senators. Thank you, Georgia voters. Uh, and also, that they, you know, they need, what, 60 votes or whatever. They're never going to convict him. So I say impeach him anyway. And then and, and we've got to impeach uh, Mayorkas. We've got to impeach uh, the uh, Attorney General uh, Merrick Garland. We've got to impeach all these people, uh, p- impeach all of them, so we make impeachment ridiculous. Because they made impeachment ridiculous on Donald Trump. He got impeached twice for nothing. I mean, literally, did, did he, I mean, did he rob it? Did he sell out his country? 
Was he taking bribes from foreign countries, like from communist China? Was he taking money like the Biden family? I mean, what did he do? He had a phone call, and, and, and I mean, I, and then the insurrection thing, he wasn't even there. He didn't say go riot in the Capitol, and, and he, did use the words, he did use the word peacefully. I mean, it's unbelievable. They impeached him twice. Of course, he was not convicted. But again, I said we have to make impeachment ridiculous so that 30, 40, 50, 100 years from now, people are going to look back at the 2000s and go, oh, man, they were impeaching everybody that uh, Trump hell they got everybody back then no big deal and make it a laughing stock because that's what it turned into because of the Democrats I mean uh, Bill Clinton got impeached but he deserved it because he committed perjury and obstructed justice so anyway uh, but again uh, I say impeach him it won't make any difference because they'll never convict him so he's not, you're not going to get Carmella people say well what did we get the vice no you're not going to get the vice president <laughs> trust me on that uh, oh, and by the way, Fondra, I missed. I, I did something stupid. Since I started talking about impeachment, let's play President Stupid Face. Can we do that? I, I was going to ask you to do something else first, but I screwed up. Uh, this, I'm not even sure where this came from, but uh, Pete found this, and, and, and social media is going nuts again. In fact, hold on. Where's my phone? Oh, there it is, because i got to get some reaction. I took pictures on my phone. i got to figure out how to work my iPad in here when I'm on, on the radio. Hold on a second. Okay, now, so this happened. This, uh, this, uh, this just happened. Uh, apparently, I'm not sure of the exact date. President Stupid was at the podium, and obviously the teleprompter didn't work. Here is your president, President White Trash. I'm not sure exactly what point he's trying to make, but here is the president of the United States. Taxpayers already are chipping in, making, paying a lot of money for that here at NIH to get these brilliant scientists to go out and find cures, find a a answers to drug problems, to, to drugs, for, with the use of drugs for health problems. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, even Anita Broderick, who was raped by Bill Clinton, speaking of Clinton, said, Joe is unwell. Please, for God's sakes, will somebody do something? Uh, some of the reaction, he's running out of gas, all right. Uh, and then Carmela is president. I guess the people behind the scenes pulling the strings still will. But, wow, again, she's not going to be, unless they take him out of office. But if he's impeached, it won't make a difference. But they, I mean, uh, uh, another guy, uh, Joe Biden's dementia continues to deteriorate. He should be in a nursing home. I can't believe he's in the White house what happened to the people of this country turning a blind eye to his behavior and, and by the way my uh, some of my favorites uh, comments are uh, I, I can't believe he's going to run for president again but can you imagine if this had been donald trump uh, and by the way, these, these enablers, including his wife are to blame for all of this they all ought to be freaking ashamed this is elder abuse i mean seriously and by, and by the way he's our freaking president the fam And here's another one. Ste I can't use this girl Stephanie's words. I don't give a blank what anyone says. That family is blanking trash for allowing this to continue. Can you imagine what would be left if, if doing if this was Donald Trump? Put everything, uh, just change the uh, politics of everything of, uh, that happens to these people. And believe me, and the media, how is, how is the media not, stand, not saying uh, to the podium princess the next time, say, uh, ma'am, the guy's incoherent. I mean, uh, you, you know this, right? Clearly, the teleprompter wasn't working. He can't, ha he can't talk to people. <sighs> Weird. Uh, five, uh, 409. Okay, Founder, now let's do, let's do that other thing. I don't know where this came from, but you're about to hear something that's really funny. Uh, I have to set the, the scene for you. I'm not sure where this happened in America. Uh, the, there a, a woman, it was a police case, and a woman somewhere in America, uh, her husband was kidnapped. 
or is missing. He's gone, and they believe it's a kidnapping, a crime, a horrible thing of some kind. And so the neighbors and the police asked her to make a statement to the public on TV. You've seen, you know, the woman will say, please, I just want my husband back. Whatever you do, uh, I'll give you any reward. Or We don't care about a crime. Just anything to get, you know, the, the pleading to get my, my lover back. Okay. <laughs> so what you're going to hear, you ought to see it. It's really, it's a great video if you see it. Uh, it's kind of a hot, hotty chick. Anyway, uh, what you're going to hear is the woman, the, the guy, the, the taping crew, the film crew, the video crew, started taping before they were ready to get her to give her actual comment. So you're hearing off-the-record stuff. And, and, so, and you're hearing it off of somebody's TV monitor, so you're going to hear a guy start laughing in the background. He's one recording this off his TV screen. So what you're going to hear is this woman talking to the TV, to the video crew, basically not not missing her husband at all, and you're going to hear them talking about it. And then when they say, okay, now we'll make the sound bite, you're going to hear how she has to change her mind because it would look bad if, she, if the, reg, if the off-the-record stuff got on the record. And the guy starts laughing when you hear it. Anyway, so she goes from I'm talking about her husband in one way, and then it's Okay, we're ready to do the the video interview now, and here's how the whole thing comes out. I don't even like my husband enough to be out here looking for his chin ass. I'm happy he's gone. <laughs> this is the longest breakout I've ever had since we got married. He's controlling. I'm excited that he's missing. And then the police and y'all telling me I got to sit here and do a news interview asking for help. I don't want help. I like that he's missing. I don't want him to come home. But I don't want y'all, you know, when the cameras start and stuff, I cry a little bit and act like I miss him, but I don't, I don't want the police thinking I had something to do with it because I don't care, but I'm, I'm tired of him. You get what I'm saying? Oh, wow. Listen, I already done went to jail for holding my last boyfriend captive. What? Held her last boyfriend captive. Exactly. So with my husband missing, they really going to think it's me. I ain't doing nothing. So whenever you're ready, I'm ready. And cure. All right, now listen. Her tears will come out. <laughs> Baby, if you listening to this, if you hear this from anywhere, please come home, y'all. Please let my man free. I love my husband. I, need my... <laughs> I heard somebody say it's live. It's live? It's been live the whole time? <laughs> She got caught beating him. Was, that was live. That was not on tape. And she was live the whole time. <laughs> I don't care about his cheap ass. If he treat me bad for years. <laughs> and my favorite part was she says, well, I held my last boyfriend captive, so they're going to think I did this one, too. <laughs> <laughs> My God. I, and again, I don't know where this came from or who it was or when or whatever, but I thought it was amusing enough to play for you. And it's Letter Rip Friday and, and what the hell. Uh, for all, I did mention this uh, business of the megachurch. We'll talk about that in a second here, too. Uh, getting slammed for the performance that they had, and we'll see what you think. Also, a mom, a couple of different stories of moms who came to the rescue trying to find out what the heck's going on with their children. One of them, who was a young boy, who I think he was 14 or something, uh, who, who she tracked on a special device to find out he was doing something naughty. All that's coming up. 413 with a Kimber Pete and Flounder. Let it rip Friday right here. Out of 
Howdy, howdy. It's only me. It's only the Kimmer with Pete Davison Flounder. 419 on 106.3. How's it going? We got a little Courtney Love action here. 2003 on this day. Well, this sounds like a nice song. I guess I really don't know anything about her song. I always thought just looking at it that she was a screaming, yelling, heavy metal, acid-doing creek freak. But this is almost a, you know, regular song. Go, go lay down and die. Well, now we're going. <laughs> getting somewhere. <laughs> Jeez. Anyway, Courtney Love on this day, 2003, was sentenced to 18 months in drug rehab after she admitted being under the influence of coke and opiates. She was banned from taking non-prescription drugs, drinking alcohol, or being in places that even serve alcohol. And by the way, that's I don't think people realize how tough that probation thing can be. Uh, I, I know the, the girl who sold me my uh, horse, Jack the Good Boy, had a boyfriend who had, I, I guess he'd gotten a DUI or something, and he was on probation, and he met some friends at a birthday party at a, at a tavern, and somebody finked on him, and he got arrested for violating parole because you're not allowed to be in a place that serves alcohol. And I thought, holy cow. I mean, it wasn't like he, was dr- he wasn't drinking, but just being there. Anyway, so that's part of the probation thing, I guess. Uh, how are we doing? I'm doing okay in the sound there, Flounder. Does this sound better? I was, I was speaking off my this mic because I don't like Much these better. mics. I don't like anything about these mics, and I hate them all. <laughs> Sorry. They're all wrong. They're all back. I mean, there's no way that a broadcaster would, would design it this way. This is, engineers design these things like this because it's better for them. But, you know, anyway, so I screwed up, and I was talking bad. So <laughs> that's the way it goes. Flounder fixed me up. Uh, let's see. Birthdays. What was I going to do? I had one, and I forgot. What it, well, I'll do this one. Uh, Dave Clark, a drummer and leader of the Dave Clark Five. Glad all over, glad over, because was kind of a love song over and over. I like it like that. Dave Clark Five. Dave Clark is 84 years old today. And our history list includes, let's see, what was I going to do here? Uh, 1939, Gone with the Wind, premieres here in Atlanta at the Lowe's Grand. 1939. Uh, 421. By the way, uh, Flo, uh, I, I, ooh, wait till the people who go to Congress hear about this story. Holy smokes. This is, oh, now what happened to my story? I got an ad instead of my story. Oh, I hate when they do. I'm on my, uh, I'm on my stinking phone. You've got to be kidding me. Okay, here we go. All right, uh, here we go. The, uh, come on, open up. Here we go. Senate staffer. Uh, and folks, this is a little uh, a little risque, but it's an adult story, an Where's adult your show. IPad? Uh, my uh, well, it, it won't go on my iPad. I tried to get it. Uh, a flounder texted it to me, but I, it won't open up on my iPad. Uh, my my texting thing, won't, my little phone thing, won't. Know, I'll have to get that connected. Yeah, it's not it's not connected to the i. That says no no edits in there. Uh, anyway, we're we're working on it. We're it's okay. Anyway, a Senate staffer caught filming gay sex tape in the Senate hearing room. Leaked amateur pornography shows a congressional staffer having with another man in the Senate hearing room, video obtained by the Daily Caller. Along with the video is an image of the nearly naked staffer on all four looking over his shoulder up on the table. Oh, my God, he's on the table where senators sit to ask questions during a hearing. 
Senate Room SDG 50. <laughs> so they, can you imagine the senators who are now going to be going into that room? Oh, I don't think so. Holy smokes. A warning graphic images, I guess. Anyway, I don't and I, the story ends here at least on my phone. Okay. Does it continue? I don't know. Ted Kennedy yeah. was in there. You know the sex has been had in every oh, yeah. room in the Capitol. Yeah. You know it's happened. But yeah. to film yeah. gay sex, to yeah. film it yeah. is beyond the pit. Well, Come on. on the kneeling on the table where they have their hearing. Yeah, that's uh, not now. But can you imagine the next hearing they have in that room? And uh, by the way, I'd love to see what you know what the reaction is going to be. <laughs> well. Look, look, it, it's not the first time someone has banged their gavel in there. Like, <laughs> oh, hey, hi-oh. <laughs> we'll come to order, and we mean right now. Uh, 423. Oh, mercy. Well, here's a story of how I'll, I'll do the Texas Church and Antifa. I'll talk about that. Uh, here's how mom got right. back at a school bully messing with her little girl. Uh, the, uh, the woman took to Reddit to explain that her daughter's lunches had been going missing for weeks. And she brought it to the attention of the daughter's teacher and the principal, and they really didn't seem to care. Mom says they just told me to tell my daughter she should keep her lunch safer, and maybe she was just losing it. So the mom took matters into her own hands. Tell me what you think about this, 404-741-1230. She gave her daughter some lunch money and told her to keep an eye out for her classmates, and then she put or took her own hands by lacing her daughter's lunch with laxatives and then told her daughter here's money to buy lunch and then see who needs to go to the bathroom all of a sudden one child stood out from the crowd a boy she decided to call billy uh, rushed to the bathroom not long after lunch and they did the same thing several days in a row and he's the first like my husband enough to be out here looking for his and he's the first one to flee to the bathroom We'll play it again later, Flounder. You, you, you don't have to do it on your own time. We'll play it again for you later. Uh, it appears that Billy the Sandwich Stealer got the last laugh, though. Billy told his mother uh, that my daughter purposely fed him food with laxatives, and now my daughter may be kicked out of school. Uh, tell As people are giving her advice, tell the school there were laxatives in the food because she's been constipated and that it's unfortunate Billy ate her food. If he had minded his own business, somebody needs to explain to him eating other people's food is unsafe. Another said, ask the mother why Billy needs your daughter's food. Uh, she never would have given it to him because of the laxatives in it. People need to check why this kid's hungry. He's not getting enough food. Is his family not feeding him? And then Sleepo said, well... <laughs> Either way, it's illegal to knowingly poison another child. I'm not <laughs> I'm not sure you can really have unlabeled medicine in a school lunch. Uh, regardless, poisoning a kid uh, would be uh, would be not morally or legally okay. So that on the other hand, you know, have you ever had your work lunch taken, your business lunch taken? Uh, well, you know, we used to have it all the time. We have a very famous uh, guy we used yeah. to work with would steal other people's food. We know. We know who was doing it. And the only way to get back is to to teach him a lesson. Actually, actually, we had two people at two different radio stations that were famous for taking one barbecue, if you might remember. Oh, I'm, oh yeah, Shelly Winter. <laughs> yeah, there you go. No, no, no. You're going to name names. Well, we can name names. He's a famous guy. He's a famous guy. He can take the pressure. <laughs> and I forgot the. Was that Hangman? Who, who it was, was Hangman. I believe someone brought yeah. us a bunch of barbecue in, and 
One Somebody of them, took it all or something. Or that, it no, all. it was labeled Hangman or something like that, and I think uh, Shelly took that one in the fridge one morning. <laughs> he, bar- he borrowed it. Yeah, he used it. He returned it later. He offered to return it. <laughs> no, thanks. You keep it. That's very good. Uh, is that an actual phone call there, Flounder? I yes, see it is. It has, it's uh, Stu, and he's just now realizing that you're back. Well, Stu, welcome to the program. Let it rip Friday with a Kimmer Pete and Flounder. You're on the radio, man. What's happening? <laughs> Hey, Kimmer. Man, it's good to hear your voice. I've uh, been missing you for a while. And you said Pete's there, Snake Davis? Yeah, absolutely. Well, we don't call him Snake, but we call him Pete. But, oh. yeah, that, that's right. No, you, you know, oh. Nicknames are hard to chase sometimes. We have Pete Davis and Flounder at the controls. The whole three of us were having a great time. Oh, that's excellent. Now, I didn't know you were back on the air. I just found out I was in Best Buy doing some Christmas shopping for a radio and I couldn't believe all the stuff they sell these days with the head units and this and that. And I said, I could get by with an AM and, a, and one speaker. And the guy next to me goes, oh, yeah, me too. I listen to talk radio. Do you ever listen to Kimmer? I said, I used to all the time. He said, we back on the air. I had no idea. So I ran right out and called you. I'll be, is this at Best Buy? Is that what you said? I was in Best Buy in Cumming, Georgia, just a minute ago, and a guy tells me you're on the air. Now, the last time you came back, it was all on the news and advertised a few places, but I had to find out from a guy in Best Buy. Well, we got well. The life is different, that's for sure. <laughs> but we have billboards up and things like that, and the word is spreading. Uh, and it's it's just a whole different world in radio, as you know, because it's hard to find a conservative talk show anymore, not only in Atlanta but anywhere for that matter. Uh, so we're we're building an audience and. We're we're building more uh, places to be heard and so forth in the coming months, and uh, we're pretty excited about it. But well, if you talk, if you see the guy again, thank him so much. And again, folks, and, uh, if you're up and coming and you go to the Best Buy, uh, go do some business with him. Thank him for uh, putting it, uh, putting the Kimmer show on, uh, at least on the uh, Tic Tac thing, or so we know what's going on. Yeah, yep. and I'll tell you, I'll do my part. I'll tell both my friends that you're back on. <laughs> I love it, man. Thanks. You have a great day. Uh, nice to talk to you. What a nice treat. A nice treat. Four twenty-eight with a Kimmer Pete. Flounder here on nothing with the thing. Uh, one more mom thing did a, a, a kind of a nice thing to uh, that turned out uh, sort of badly for her kid. North Carolina mom, and I had not heard about this. Have you guys heard about a tracking device called Life Three Sixty? Do you know what that yeah. is, Flounder? You ever heard of that? I have not. Life Three Sixty. Uh, this unidentified mom in North Carolina installed this Life Three Sixty tracking app. On her son's device, which I guess is, means phone, it says device, I don't know if it's an iPad or phone or whatever, and then she grew suspicious after she was alerted to his absence from where he was supposed to be at rugby practice. The app showed that he was idling near a park. This app allows uh, somebody to keep track of exactly where the person is and for how long and everything else. So the mom drove to that park in Mecklenburg, North Carolina, and found her son uh, farkalukalating with a 26-year-old teacher, uh, a high school teacher, who teaches science at her son's school named Gabriella. The mom took several pictures of the girl's car, the uh, educator's car and license plate, and called the cops. Well, the mother had heard rumors of her son having a relationship that she didn't think she would appreciate, so she was kind of on alert. Got this Life360 tracking app, put it on his uh, cell phone or his device, whatever, I guess it means cell phone, and then uh, found a tryst with the science teacher. Uh, the science teacher admitted she had had sex with him not only at her house, but also at the kid's house when the mother wasn't there and in her car. 
And the rumors have been flying around school for a while, but the, the uh, science teacher girl now has been hit with five counts of felony sexual activity with a student. The Life 360 includes Mark Zuckerberg's sister as a board member on the company. It's become increasingly popular with so-called helicopter parents wanting to monitor their kids at every moment. The technology of the Life 360 can ping a parent if the device holder is inside a speeding car or has left a pre-designated area. Oh, ho! So you can set boundaries and limits and all kinds of stuff on it, apparently. Life 360 has 50 million active monthly users and pulls in earnings of $300 million a year. Critics are questioning the all-encompassing oppressive presence and data collection practices. Human traffickers uh, say uh, suggested victims are being tracked using the app. Well, I don't know. I think as long as the parents are in, if you're talking about children, you do what you want. They're the kid. You're the damn mommy and daddy. 431 with the Kimber Pete and Flounder. Coming back, we got some breaking news. Breaking news, breaking news. No, my favorite. By the way, we got two breaking stories, at least, uh, coming up here in a second. First, the hideous Rod Stewart. <coughs> so-called singing with his so-called voice and his so-called hair. Anyway, they going to sing it all here. In 1990, Rod Stewart married my uh, <clears throat> married New Zealand model Rachel Hunter in Beverly Hills, a naughty little redhead. Rod Stewart quoted as saying, I found the girl I want. I won't be... Well, I can't say it. Can I say that last part? I won't be... Something about a fruit bowl and a banana and stuff anyway. Uh, they broke up nine years later. Yeah, you can say it. He's an idiot. It says, he said, I won't be putting my banana in anybody's fruit bowl from now on. Anyway, I, I hate everything. I hate his voice. I hate his hair. I hate his law. I don't know why. I, just, I have a thing against Rod Stewart. It's just, he's, he's, it's like fingernails on a blackboard to me. Whatever, something, whatever, whatever the tone of that, uh, the intonation of, of his voice, something must have a bad thing in my thing there. Um, a quick birthday of notes Cindy Birdsong joined the Supremes. She's 84 years old. Cindy Birdsong joined the Supremes after Florence Ballard was kind of pushed out by the group in 1967. And Cindy's still going strong at 84 years old. And our history thing, hold on, i got to get on my phone. My, uh, my, uh, my Bad Day in History book is pretty heavy, so I don't bring it into work. But instead, if I have something I want to take out of it, I just take pictures of it on my phone and then read it later. Uh, so here we go. On this day in history, you may have been familiar with a very famous sisterly feud. On this day in December 15th, 2013, Olivia de Havilland and Joan Fontaine were sisters, Hollywood's feuding sisters, leading ladies locked in a bitter rivalry that reportedly went all the way back to their childhood. I married first, Joan Fontaine once commented on the enduring sibling spat. Joan Fontaine said, I won the Oscar before Olivia did, and if I die first, she'll undoubtedly be livid because I beat her to it. Well, on this day in 2013, at age 96, Joan Fontaine indeed did beat Olivia Haviland to the grave at the age of 96. Uh, so there you go. You, you want to hear a feud? I do. Remember when FX did the miniseries about Betty Davis and Joan Crawford hating each other during whatever happened to Baby Jane's yes, filming? Yes, yes, yes. 
That's pretty good. Pretty good uh, little story there, a miniseries there. While they were filming it, Joan Crawford wrote the uh, poor director, Robert Aldrich. And here's what she wrote. <laughs> uh, the letterhead says, Joan Crawford, August 11th, 1962. Bob Deere, <laughs> I hope by now you have had an opportunity to talk with Betty about her body odor. <laughs> It is quite the distraction for me working within close proximity to her if she refuses to bathe or wear adequate deodorant. I have found myself gagging on several occasions during this filming. Fondly, Joan. Oh, goodness. <laughs> <laughs> that could be, if that was a real thing, I wonder if it was a real thing, though. Have you ever had a. a yes. Have you ever had to deal with a. I, I, I may have told you the story a yes. long time ago uh, when I was a news director back in the 70s, and my boss came up to me and said, uh, We just hired this girl. It's a, we hired a black chick, and, he, and, uh, and, and we needed. We wanted to hire her because this is back when everybody. Had, all of a sudden, you have to have girls and black people and stuff like that. It was all quota. And we wanted to make sure we weren't going to. Well, it's true. We were hiring by quota. Nobody. We had to hire women and blacks. I mean, so you have to put it that way. We had to get, you know, you get your chicks, get your colors, you know. Anyway, so it was all stupid. Now, you know, anyway, so, and, and he said, the problem is uh, this uh, this really, uh, she was beautiful. She was hot. So I knew her. She was a bank teller. Uh, and uh, from downstairs, and we hired her. And uh, and I was, I was the operations manager plus a news director. So it was my job to kind of take care of all the people and everything. And he said, uh, you need to tell her uh, she's got a, she got a, she has an odor. She has, you got to start telling her to start bathing properly or something. I said, I'm not going to. to the... <laughs> I, said, I don't think so. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> There's no way. That... <laughs> yeah, no, sir. Anyway, wow. uh, break into, one breaking news story. And I, I, now, Flounder, I don't know whether you were talking about this one. just popped up on my iPad. Which I, I I do have the uh, Fox News uh, doodly diddly diddly what do you call the little round thing uh, Fox News round thing on my iPad and it says Matthew Perry cause of death listed as acute effects of ketamine and drowning ketamine and then but there's no story to it because it well, it's it developing there. it's just breaking news yeah. so the story now what developing. is ketamine isn't ketamine well, uh, is that a good a thing it's a horse tranquilizer but people use it as a high. God, I, so, I, 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 but again, is it, is it, on, on the other hand, I think it's also used as, for medicinal reasons, yes. so I'm hoping yes. that maybe there was yeah, a, a reason he P, had it. Uh, PTSD coming back from war and stuff like that use it. And... <clears throat> yeah, so I, I'm hoping that he was maybe taking a prescription to help him deal with something and it wasn't just back on the drug. Either way, it doesn't matter, he's dead. But still, it's, uh, you know, uh, 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 this addiction stuff is, you know, can't fool around with it. Biggest star in the world okay, with all that used, money and everything else, and you know, it's used to uh, give anesthesia. It's also used as a treatment for depression or pain management. Yeah. So again, we don't know whether uh, he was uh, overdosing by accident on something prescribed to him, or whether he was getting high. I don't know. Uh, again, it's a developing story. And and the other story, Flounder. Were you going to talk about Rudy? I'm oh, sorry. He's in the, He went in the back. No, mine was Matthew McCott. Mine was uh, Matthew, Matthew Perry. Perry. Yeah. Well, the other thing, a jury has now ordered Rudy Giuliani. You know, he was he was charged with with maligning and uh, uh, making false claims against election workers here in Georgia for the Trump election count and so forth. And he, he, he named the name of a couple of workers and said they must have been involved. In it. The jury has now ordered Giuliani to pay the election workers. One hundred forty eight million dollars. 
<laughs> Boy, I guess they, you know, they, I guess they lost so much of their money for, you know, for uh, that they need to make up for it. They can't get a job again, I guess. Uh, so he's going to really punish him to $148 million. <sighs> Good grief. They're sending a message that you can no longer in the United States of America question uh, unless you're on the left, you can yeah. no longer question elections. Uh, well, you can't question black people, that's for sure. Uh, you, you can't, you can't, I mean, that was a racial thing from the very beginning. Uh, and they complained, oh, we got death threats, those white MAGA supporters. It was all racial from the very beginning. Those, those white MAGA supporters are you know, threatening to bomb our house. And, oh, we can't go out on the side. Da, 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 da. So let's give them $148 million, poor baby, because he said something about you. God almighty. <clears throat> Uh, 444. Uh, what do you think? And we also have just found yes. we just we just found out that uh, new documents have come out showing that the FBI targeted Catholics uh, more than they even we even know. I mean, uh, again, totally uh, the, FBI, the FBI director, uh, uh, Christopher, uh, the Cossack Ray, liar. the disgrace of Atlanta is a dirty, stinking liar. As far as I'm concerned, he's an insurrectionist. He was as responsible for the January 6th mayhem, which hardly was an insurrection, as anybody else with his secret agents and plants and assets all over the place by the hundreds, apparently. He lied about the, from the very beginning about working with the school boards and the Department of Education because the school complained to Joe Biden, President Showers with Daughter, and complained to the Department of uh, his all his Education Departments and the Attorney General's Office at freaking Merrick freaking Garden, another stinky, lousy, dirty, stinking liar, perjurer. And he got together with perjurer FBI Director, the Federal Gestapo Investigation Director, Christopher Wray, and he said, oh my God, we've got to come up with a policy that these white supremacists are the dangerous people at school boards, are all these white supremacists and MAGA supporters, and we might got to make sure we take a check on them because they're a danger to society. And so the FBI started monitoring them. And that's when all the trouble started. And the FBI's in, and then lied about it. Oh, no, we never, no, we just, you know, we try to monitor things, but we don't. Bull crap, you dirty, stinking liar, you did it again. And here I am, mentioned it's quarter five. I'll bet you by five o'clock, they'll have one of their stinking agents trying to put something in the trunk of my car and pull me over on the way home tonight. Huh? What? All right, there's a phone call. Oh, you got a phone? You want to do it now or you want to do it with the music? Wait. All right, well, hold on, phone call. We'll come right there. 440, Kimmer and uh, Pete and Flounder. (laughs) Quarter of five. Really, I mean, I hate the dirty, stinking liars. The dirty, rotten, stinking liars. Your FBI. What a freaking disgrace. I I don't believe there are not 500 agents protesting outside right now for the way they're being treated. God, I I don't blame you for not wanting to quit, get another job, but still, you ought to be out there. You've got to get rid of these freaking leaders, man. This is horrible. Quarter five, quarter five. I just just watched a TV commercial on our screen in here of TikTok once again. You know, TikTok, we're with the helpers of the world. And they made it go out of their way to show people in a bakery having fun and a bunch of military guys in uniform uh, being treated with great respect by our friends on TikTok. We're going, yeah, please give me a break. Man, are they advertising a lot all of a sudden on TV because they've been talked about so much. Anyway, here's old James Brown, 450 with a Kimber, Pete, and Flounder, and a special phone call we'll coming up in just one second. James Brown on this day in 1988 was sentenced to six years in prison for various offenses, including possession of weapons and resisting arrest. 
Gee, I wonder how much uh, jail time and federal prison time uh, Hunter Biden's going <laughs> to Sorry, that's what am I thinking? And on this day in history, uh, speaking of law and order, the uh, on this day, 1791, the first 10 amendments to the U.S. Constitution were ratified. Three-fourths of the states voted to accept the Bill of Rights. James Madison introduced them to limit the power of the government to protect our rights to religion, speech, press, assembly, association, and to keep and bear arms. Once again, I will say one more time for today, the Second Amendment does not give you the right to have a gun. The Second Amendment prevents the government from taking it away from you. The assumption is you'll have a gun, or you can get a gun if you want to. The Second Amendment says the government does not have the right to take it away. 451 to the phones every Friday, Susan. Hey, baby, how's it going? It's going good. Happy Friday to everybody there. Um, so I just heard about the breaking news with Rudy Giuliani and that judgment. Oh. Um, <laughs> specifically, that is that mother and daughter that are literally on video taking the same stack of so-called ballots and putting it into the machine to count over the same stack over and over and over. They're literally on videotape doing it. And one one time years ago, right after the fraudulent election, I'd heard somebody make a very good point about that video. Yeah. If you ever notice that stack of, of, of so-called ballots, I say quotes and ballots, that she keeps putting into the machine over and over, if those are so-called ma- mail-in ballots, don't you have to kind of fold it over and then, you know, when you take yeah. it out of the envelope, they're not really flat? If you ever look at that video, if you can find it on the Internet anywhere now, those sheets of paper look like copy paper. Yeah, like, that's... They have no creases in them. It's like somebody just delivered it in a big box from, you know, some company, and they just put them in the machine. And that was a really good point, and I've never heard anybody make that point again about the, that stack, that it didn't have any crinkles, and it. it was perfectly flat pieces of paper. How is that possible? In fact, I I remember for a very short time, that was the issue that people raised. Now, wait a minute. When you do a mail-in ballot, that's not the way it comes out. And then it disappeared, Susan. All of a sudden, I don't know what, I mean, it was just, you know, this snowstorm of the the Democrat socialist left just overpowering everything in the media and all of the, you know, the fact of the matter is uh, Giuliani probably had every good reason to say, wait a minute, that looks kind of suspicious to me, because it was suspicious. (laughs) So now he's got a $148 million judgment yeah. against him? My God. What? And that's the thing, because it's literally on videotape, because all the, the polling places are, you know, on video, and that's the thing. It wasn't like he made up a lie. I mean, is that not suspicious if you're putting the same stack in over and over? And you're right. This is all about just making us shut up, and it's just yeah. like Christopher Ray. The first was MAGA, where the white supremacy is the biggest, you know, threat. Yeah. And now you notice it's the Christian nationalists, it's the Catholics, and they're setting some sort of predicate or precedent because when Trump gets back in, or God forbid if they steal it again, yeah. uh, they're trying to set a precedent to where they can just go and just really just go door to door and start putting us in the gulag like the J6 people. You know, and it's amazing because one after another, the Democrats are saying that if Donald Trump wins again, it'll be Nazi Germany, the end of our democracy, he'll yeah. uh, rule as a tyrant, he'll never live. I mean, it, they're, they're, they're doing what they were going to be accusing Republicans of doing if Trump wins. They are doing exactly that. I mean, these liar freaking phonies, these are the insurrectionists. These people are traitors. These people are deliberately destroying our country, and there's going to be a problem one day. It's, 
it's right out of the book of what is it? Solinsky's the the yep. rule for liberals or whatever. They they accuse you of what they're doing yep. all the yep. time. Yeah. Every Have Friday, Susan. Great Good to talk to you, me. babe. Thanks, sweetie. I appreciate it. Four fifty. What a nice girl. Oh, we just man, we go back years and years and years with every Friday, Susan. Every Wednesday, Susan. Every Friday, Susan. Whatever she can call anytime she wants. As as can you. Four zero four seven four one twelve thirty seven four one one two three zero. You know, it's just what the hell's going on with this? I mean, it's just unbelievable. And it's right, and it's right there. They're setting us up. I know. They're setting us. Up. I, I can't believe that the Catholics are. Where's the Pope? Where's this so-called Pope, this socialist that's in charge, this fake uh, Catholic? Why isn't he screaming for bloody murder? What the FBI is doing to his uh, his flock? A Catholic? Yeah. Well, he's not a Pope. Well, yeah, he's uh, he's not a leader. He's a manager. I mean, he. Uh, I, I don't know. I, well, no, I, he's a communist. Is what he is. Well, I yeah, I guess I don't. I don't know. I don't. I'm not be, not being Catholic. Although I married a couple of them, uh, I don't really. Uh, as an ordained minister, I don't really think it's fair for me to. As you also an ordained minister, Peter, be fair to criticize his holy wonderfulness. Oh, I think it's completely fair as an ordained <laughs> minister to completely get up in his. You know what? Yeah, he's gone over. I'm he's sorry. gone over the edge. I he's, think he's. A, I think he's the worst pope in the history. He's well, the worst pope in the history. Well, that in our lifetime, he's the worst pope in yeah, our lifetime. Yeah. Well, as far as we know, he's not like the old original popes who had like you know women on the side, concubines, uh, you know, or murderers. <laughs> I'd rather than have that. Yeah. Well, at least you know I'd what rather than have that than be communist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, or lay. <laughs> hey, uh, by the way, some yes. some sad news. Did you hear that uh, John Weatherby passed? Away? I did. I did see that. If you've been yeah. around here for any length of time, the weatherman John Weatherby was uh, probably one of the nicest guys. I don't think anyone ever said a bad word about mm -hmm. him. And of course, as a weatherman, you don't tend to be that particularly controversial, so it wasn't like he was asking for it. But still, I mean, that man was on TV, and and God, I, I, I don't even, I, I don't know when the last, what the last show he was doing, but he was here for decades. Uh, and where, what was his, was what was Savannah his Savannah, too. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, Pat, and I, I forgot his age. I don't I remember what I, I saw something I forgot. But John Weatherby passed away. Don't know. And uh, anybody who's been in the media around here uh, was quite uh, touched and sad by it because he was really an, a very nice guy. Uh, 457 with the Kim Repeat and Flounder. And here's a woman named uh, Jenna who was horrified over what happened when she asked her boss for a day off for a family emergency. Her mother called and said, your grandfather fell down and he's got serious injuries and he's in the hospital and he may it may not be long to live. We don't know what's going on. So this woman uh, sent her boss a message. Hi, I got a call from my mom. Grandma, uh, Grandpa fell. He's in the hospital, broken ribs and a collapsed lung. She doesn't know how long he might be around. I'd like to go visit him when he's awake. If you absolutely need me to open the shop tomorrow, I'm happy as long as I can leave by 8.30. If you won't be in before then, I'll need to take tomorrow off. I'm sorry for the late notice. Ma. She just called me and my boyfriend's mom will take care of the appointment i mentioned the other day anyway uh here's what her boss wrote back to her uh that's not going to work we're a week before christmas uh don't bother coming in wow that's not going to work a week before christmas don't bother coming in so then she says well i guess i'm looking for does that mean i'm fired i guess i'm looking for a new job and people are saying, now, wait a minute, he can't afford to lose any employees before Christmas, so he fires you? <laughs> and other people say, <laughs> uh, saying, gee, stop offering so much information. Just say I have a family emergency, I can't come in tomorrow, leave it at that. 
Anyway, but either way, holy cow. He didn't say you were fired. If you don't show up, it's grounds for termination. So if you don't show up, then he can fire. Oh, I don't. Um, good yeah. Lord. What a, I mean, we don't know the history. She she may have pulled this a, a few times. You never that's know. True. That's true. That's true. That's uh, true. By the way, coming up in the 5 o'clock hour, we're going to do one, we're going to play once again for you the Redneck Christmas, which we do every year on the radio. And this will be our first Christmas here, uh, which is I, I just thought about that. This will be our first Christmas here at our new radio station. And again, if you hadn't said something earlier today, I would—I had totally forgotten our Christmas party is tomorrow night. Honestly, I, I would have been... You, you are not... I'm, you have to show up. You have, it's mandatory. Well, what if you I forget again? What if I forget again? <laughs> we'll send people to your home. We'll, we'll send Rocco and Moose to, yeah. to help you find the your George car keys. <laughs> Is it going to be safe to drive down there? I haven't been in Brookhaven in a while since the final of the Fairfax. God, I'm going to drive by the Self-dressed house. Self-dressed and drive. But yeah, that's that, that's yeah. about uh, 500 yards from my uh, mansion, uh, palatial estate in Brookhaven. Well, oh, it's great near the golf course. Yeah. Don't go by. Yeah. I'm telling you, don't don't drive by. It will not make you happy. Five o'clock. Give her Peter and Flounder and the thing of the thing. <laughs> What are your plans for your business this year? Hey, it's Tug. Do you want to expand and grow? Aren't you exhausted by going to lenders, building a relationship, and a week later, you got a new person to deal with? You have to start all over again? You don't have that with First Liberty Building and Loan. The Frost family has been helping businesses grow since the 90s, and they want to know you. Unlike big banks, they want to partner with you. The Frost family knows the patterns. They know the ebbs and flows. They know business. Get to know them at FirstLibertyGA.com. Building a building? Buying a building? Buying a franchise? Expanding? Reach out to them. Spend 10 minutes with them. See if you're a fit for them and if they're a fit for you. You do that at FirstLibertyGA.com. And by the way, if you're a young banker and want to work with a team that is faith-friendly and has a culture of excellence, First Liberty might be a good match. Reach out to them today. First Liberty Building and Loan. FirstLibertyGA.com. That's FirstLibertyGA.com. <laughs> Together, ladies, left shoulder, right up plank, ready on your dog, target, road guards out, <laughs> look out, it's only me, it's only the Kimmer, don't be afraid, 503, with Pete Davis and Philander and the gang's all here. What's that, sir? Just got your message. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Sometimes we just get distracted and we kind of mosey about our own business here and uh, see what's going on. Actually, there are a couple of, uh, kind of in a goofy mood. It's Letter Rip Friday. And again, if you'd like to join us uh, like our uh, uh, every every Friday, Susan. Uh, what a sweet lady. I, I, I'm just, what's so nice. I mean, she goes back years and years and years and she used to call, I think, was every Wednesday, Susan, is when she originally started, if I'm not mistaken. And maybe it was every Friday, Susan, then she tw- switched every Wednesday, Susan, whatever it was. Uh, and it was, it's always a thrill to kind of, it's like the, 
just reminiscing with the, with old friends was kind of cool. Our number is 404 741-1230, 741-1230. And now we're making all kinds of new friends as well, too, which is kind of nice. Uh, anyway, uh, Kimber Pete and Flounder, 504. A couple of breaking news things, if you just heard. I, st- I, I just can't get over it. He's, he's got to win something on appeal. Rudy Giuliani. For talking about a woman and her daughter who were election watchers during the election here in Atlanta or in Georgia, uh, the presidential election, and he was uh, he was seeing video of them every every Friday. Susan just mentioned this a little while ago. Seeing video of them loading boxes of ballots and so forth, and it was uh, suspicious. And he said, "Oh my God!" And he made comments about it. And now he's been held uh, guilty and liable for slandering, libeling them, and they put them in such fear. They were they were said, you know, all these all of a sudden white people are going to was tried bombing their house and they were afraid to go outside and all this kind of nonsense stuff to the jury, even though he was not allowed to present his evidence showing that he had a case or had reason to be suspicious. And the jury awarded the women $148 million. That's a Come joke. on. What a joke. There's no possible way that that seems reasonable to anybody. I mean, uh, talk about, you know, again, it's Atlanta, it's Atlanta, it's Georgia, our liberal state of Georgia. Well, yeah, but th- not only is that that, but this was done in Washington, D.C. at a federal court. So yeah. it just shows the corruption. It's all the way to Washington, D.C. It's yeah. Atlanta. It's Washington. It's uh, New it, York City. It's there. All Democratic strongholds. The swamp. You know, nobody had any idea about how big the swamp was, and it's still there. He, uh, Trump dented it, and, and look what they did to him. He dented it, and so they spit yeah. him out twice, two, two impeachments, and then, and then a faked election. Uh, I mean, my God. And now they're trying to make sure he can never work again and spend the rest of his life in prison. I mean, holy moly, because he dented part of the swamp. So they impeached him twice, arrested him four different prosecutions, 90-something counts, will put him in prison for 900 years, uh, and, and, and the civil case where we can't work in the state of New York anymore. I mean, this is unbelievable. Uh, this is what they, this is, these are your liberals. These are the people you vote for, the, the Democrat Party. Boy, they go after you and it's over. Uh, Rudy Giuliani, $148 million. You've got to be. <laughs> That's just ridiculous. Uh, let's see. Uh, coming up this hour, a little bit later on, we're going to play the uh, Redneck Christmas, which we do every year. I played it earlier today, and we're going to play that because it's fun. Uh, and also, in fact, coming we may do this pretty soon. Also, there was a, 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 a cute little thing I heard from the morning show guys, uh, our America's uh, favorite anal retention team. Uh, and they were playing this uh, soundbite, a little comedy thing of a little girl talking about the differences between Amazon and Santa Claus. And it's sort of cute, and we'll talk about that. Also, they're getting some flack, a lot of flack, in Texas at the Prestonwood Baptist Church in Dallas. It's a mega church. They put on a Christmas show to celebrate the birth of Jesus. And one uh, TikTok follower said, well, they say everything is bigger in Texas, and they sure tried to prove this. The video has been watched 10 million times, and it shows their extravagant Christmas service with a cast of a 1,000 performers, live camels, and lady angels flying all over the place inside the church. It's a Vegas-style spectacle telling the story of the birth of Jesus, real sheep walk across the stage, and flying angels appear over the crowd, followed by hundreds of performers and three live camels entering the scene. 
Some folks are mocking it, saying, uh, I mean, how could you hold such a lavish affair? It costs between 19 and $69 to go to see it. Another guy said, I can no longer tell what's a sarcasm and what's an actual megachurch these days. Uh, no taxes, just vibes. Another, do they pass the money bowl around before, after, or during this thing? Uh, another one said, boy, it looks like a performance to Michael Jackson's Thriller. Nothing says Christmas like creepy dolls dancing to Thriller. Uh, nothing about glorifying God in any way. Absolute trash. Uh, this is evil. Well, the church says we're not ashamed to pull out all the stops in celebration of the birth of Jesus Christ during the Christmas season. We believe Jesus deserves our absolute best. It's uh, unfortunate Jesus. the perennial American tradition of the church Christmas program now draws criticism. We pray that they, too, may come to know the joy of Christmas and the love of our Savior. I mean, good. A thousand people with camels okay. and sheep. This wasn't Joel Osteen, I don't believe, right? Not no, his no. church, no, I don't believe. No, no, this is not Joel no, Osteen. <laughs> Babylon B has a great thing about that Jesus is going to come back uh, as undercover boss in Osteen's church. <laughs> <laughs> in fact, speaking of that, I've, uh, there were a couple of headlines here uh, from the Babylon B also. Uh, speaking of the Pope, Pope Francis excommunicates Apostle Paul over outdated views on women and marriage. <laughs> <laughs> Mary and Joseph, shocked to find the free stay in the stable, actually cost $3,400 after the Airbnb cleaning fee. Uh, another one, <laughs> after back-to-back -back losses, the Chiefs have now replaced Taylor Swift with Selena Gomez. I may have done that one before. Uh, and uh, do not attend Harvard is now the number one quality the employer seeking in a job candidate did not go to Harvard. And my favorite, uh, uh, Mitch McConnell dresses as a prostitute to lure Hunter Biden into a closed-door meeting after all. So anyway, you kind of thing there. <laughs> anyway, the Babylon Bee. Uh, they got a bunch. Oh, in fact, some Babylon Bee Christmas songs are coming up here, too. Uh, for example, um, let's see. Here we go. Um, I'll be vexed for Christmas, or it came upon a mandate clear, or baby, there's COVID outside. <laughs> Silent media, quiet media. <laughs> it's all about the COVID thing. Do you fear what I fear? <laughs> Have yourself a lonely little Christmas or else. Uh, God rest ye boosted gentlemen. Uh, MRNA in a manger and <laughs> Fauci baby. If I, uh, what's her name, Mariah Carey? Uh, let's see. It's beginning to look a lot like Wuhan. <laughs> All I want for Christmas is ivermectin. Uh, jab to the world. Who needs joy anyway? I don't know. What's up? We got phone call. Actual phone call. Yeah, we got Rick the Painter. Rick the what? Painter's on the horn with a Kimber Pete and Flounder. Rick the Painter, how you doing, man? What's up? Hey, hey brother. Happy Friday, my friend. Hey, uh, the husband came home from work, told his wife, you know, he worked at the pickle factory. Yeah. He said, honey, I've got this urge to stick my finger in the pickle slicer. And she said, well, don't be stupid. 
You're going to get hurt, and you're going to break the pickle slider. Yeah. Well, a couple of days later, goes by, and he comes home early from work. Yeah. Sure enough, he got fired, and his yeah. wife asked him, yeah. honey, yeah. you stuck your finger yeah. in the pickle slicer. He goes, yeah. She said, you broke the pickle slicer. He goes, no, she got My fired, pal. Oh, hey, hi -oh. We have to judgment there with Rick the Painter right there. Ho, oh, hey. Uh, ho, ha. Thank you. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Hey, by the way, if you notice that we've won a battle over the woke people in the last couple of years. How do you mean? A couple of years ago, remember the big stink that you couldn't play uh, Baby It's Cold Outside anymore? Yeah. Nobody yeah. could play it. The radio stations oh, quit huge. playing everything. Last year was I'm enormous. Hearing, I, yeah. Well, everybody basically said, screw you. We're going to play it anyway. I'm hearing it everywhere, including Alexa plays it. Every time I go on the Christmas thing, she plays uh, Dean Martin's uh, Baby It's Cold Outside. So we won that one. Just say no to these idiots. Yeah, exactly. 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 And by the way, speaking of Christmas, we're going to have the special Kimmer's Red Net. We're going to do Holy Crap of Sports here in a second. We have uh, uh, Flounder's Got a Comedy Bit hanging in there somewhere. We'll have the Little Girl on the Christmas Bit and also the Red Net Christmas all coming up and it's going to start right after holy crap at sports which is next with the kimber pete and flounder letter it friday 10 days away from christmas god bless america here we go and uh, here we go 518 uh, with the kimber <laughs> pete and flounder and coming up, the Redneck Christmas and the Little Girl's Happy Story of Santa versus Amazon. And I have a uh, sports history thing. But first, the whole story. Holy crap, it's sports with Pete Davis. When Chargers head coach Brandon Staley limped <laughs> off the field in Las Vegas last <laughs> night, head bowed down, it looked like yeah. a dead man walking. Yes, it did. And it was. Staley fired today, one day after allowing 63 points, a franchise record for the Raiders. The Raiders, a team that had been shut out at home four days before. Yeah. You talk about complete laying down of a team. That's what happened. The Chargers embarrassed by the Raiders 63-21. to They were playing without quarterback Justin Herbert, but that does not excuse giving up more than half a hundred to a team under 500. And the Raiders were playing their backup quarterback, Aiden O'Connell. I'd never heard of him. And were without their running back, Josh Jacobs, and still put up. It was 42 nothing at the half. At that, yeah, 42 to nothing. At the half. I guess they didn't get much of a pep talk for the defense, huh? Wow. Well, he was he was saying, Staley was going, well, you know, you can tell that the team hasn't tuned me out because otherwise we'd be getting crushed. 63 Yeah, I guess 21. that's a, mm -hmm. uh, So they fired him wow. and the general manager, Tom Telesco. The wow. Chargers were 24-24 and 24 under Staley. They had one playoff berth in 2022, and that ended. They had a 27-point lead on the Jaguars, and they blew it. One of the greatest comebacks in the history of, of the playoffs in the NFL. Well, a twenty-seven point lead in the playoffs. Now, what do you suppose? Yeah, it's even uh, worse than what the Falcons did. <laughs> oh God, don't even want to remember that. And, and what about uh, the uh, Bill Belichick? All of a sudden, now, wonder whether that's uh, a thing, huh? Okay, Nostradamus, because Patriots head coach <laughs> Bill Belichick is the odds-on favorite to replace well, Staley. There you are. I would think that's right. You know. Uh, this may be a sign of the apocalypse, but all 10 of the so-called national sports experts asked by AtlantaFalcons.com to pick the winner of the Atlanta-Carolina game Sunday have chosen the Falcons. Oh, my. Really? Kiss Who's... of death. ESPN, NFL.com, Sports Illustrated, CBS Sports, Sporting News, all picking Atlanta. 
You know what that means? Place your bets accordingly. <laughs> Who's quarterback these days? Do we even know? If they, is it Ritter still, or do we know? Is this? Yeah, I think Ritter's still out there, yeah. Wow. He's still out there. Uh, former Hawk Dwight Howard back in the news. You asked the other day about Dwight yeah, Howard, what he was up to. Yeah. He probably wishes he wasn't in the news, though. Oh. Uh, since we're all about sordid details, let's do this. Now, a warning. This is not for little Timmy in the orphan's ears. Okay. All right. Okay. You're warned. All right. It's it's not as bad as what you started the show with, with dry refrigerators. Uh, <laughs> but well, anyway, we're not going to do that again, are we? Hopefully. That, uh, yes. that was a one-time thing. You got it out of your system. <laughs> we won't do that. Anyway, Howard is arguing that allegations of sexual assault and battery against him are baseless and that a Georgia court should immediately rule in his favor and dismiss the charges without a trial. A Gwinnett County court has yet to make a decision regarding the petition, but in a filing yesterday, his attorneys again claimed that Howard and a man mm. named Stephen Harper engaged in a consensual encounter involving a third person at Howard's residence in July of 2021. Now, Harper filed a lawsuit back in July with his lawyers accusing Howard of sexually assaulting him during the encounter, oh, along with intentional infliction of emotional distress and false imprisonment. Howard's lawyer says Harper was a willing participant oh, in the early morning hours and that the touching of his person had been invited by him. Mm-hmm. More importantly, the explicit messages not only show consent, but also that Mr. Harper was initiating some of the sexual contact. Oh, boy. Harper not only invited the initial experience, but tried to initiate a second encounter because yeah. the first was so enjoyable. Oh, God. This is nothing more than a classic case of unrequited love. Am I pronouncing Uh, that correctly? Unrequited, yes. Unrequited love. Howard's lawyers wrote in the filing, after one consensual evening together, Mr. Howard was no longer interested in keeping Mr. Harper's company. Oh, God. Mr. Harper told Mr. Howard in text that he would get my parade based on taking the private relationship public and would start by telling Mr. Howard's mother and sisters about his private life. Oh, man. He also accused Howard of palming the ball. But anyway, Howard's lawyers Uh, alleged that Howard received multiple (laughs) demands for payment, traveled too far, Uh, said that the guy tried to get money from him. Now, Howard's 38 years old, last played in the NBA uh, last year with the Lakers, eight-time All-Star, three-time NBA Defensive Player of the Year, and last I heard, he was in Taiwan, I believe. Mm. Oh, my. I wonder why he's going to... Oh, well... Uh, or Thailand or Taiwan, yeah, probably same uh, thing. Uh, so now, there was all this trouble. So many teams he went to, there were trouble in the locker room. You got to wonder if these were locker rooms that were not ready yeah. for a player who did things like this, if this is true. Well, that's the other thing. Is this now, I mean, it's if they have documentation and text messages back and forth, then clearly he's either a switch hitter or gay or whatever, which is fine. I, I mean, but still... Um, yeah, I, I mean, now, on the other hand, uh, should he say, uh, you know, okay, so I had sex with this guy, so so what? You're not going to get money off me. Everybody's now, everybody knows it, so why should I pay you anything? I mean, is this an assault case? Is this, uh, has he been charged with assaulting or is a libel? Or I'm not I, even sure what the... We'll find out. Yeah, wow. What I a think mess. He, he's, he's, yeah, false imprisonment. Yeah. It is a mess. It's a, Good Lord. Uh, and, of course, we had to do it. Well, of course, you we have to, well, we have to be there. Yes. We have to be, you know, journalists. Yeah. R- journalists. No, We're not journalists. No, I heard radio talk shows. My God. We haven't been journalists in how many decades? <laughs> long, long time ago. <laughs> we got trained in it, but we, we no Emmys. longer follow that path. Uh, yeah. 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 Yes, young grasshopper, we no yes. longer follow that path. Uh, no, Let's we don't. No. 
Rangers pitcher Max Scherzer will not be ready until midseason after the 39-year-old had surgery for a herniated disc, Ooh. which is weird because usually he waits until the end of the season to break down. So oh, this is the oh. first for him on oh. this one. <laughs> and I think I said yesterday that the Hawks were in Toronto last night. Uh, their latest loss is actually scheduled for tonight. Oh, wow. Well. So <laughs> I joke. I well, you're day in advance. Anyway, <laughs> Yeah, that's right. Never underestimate Nick Saban's ability to play 4D chess. On the brink of playing Michigan in a college football playoff game, Alabama has hired former Wolverines linebackers coach George Hilo for some unknown role. Really? Hilo coached at Michigan in 2021 and 22, was let go in February. He may still have a few ideas about how Holy they work there. Holy cow. Well, why not? Yeah. yeah, go for it. And if you want to watch ESPN's College Game Day, you might want to be careful if you bet according to who those guys are picking that week, especially if it's Kirk Herbstreet. Kirk was the worst picker this season, <laughs> the only guy on the set who didn't pick 100 winners. Amazingly, Desmond Howard was the best and the only one over 100. And he got three of the four playoff teams correct because after last year's embarrassing choices, he needed to make a little comeback there. But it also helps when you choose your alma mater, Michigan, every <laughs> single week, even yeah. when they're not playing anybody. Yeah, well. So, mm. <laughs> Auburn quarterback Robbie Ashford has entered the transfer portal. He previously left Oregon for Auburn and was the Tigers' starter back in 2022. So, uh, may I interest you in Albany, New York, against South Dakota State tonight in the FCS playoffs? Albany, New York against South Dakota. Boy, talk about the Costa. Co Holy smokes. That's kind of a long. What kind of what bowl is this? Is, they, what, is this a bowl? Not, I don't think it's, I think it's the playoffs. It's the playoffs. For, oh, for what? Like one college, one AE or something division? Division two. Division yeah. two or something like wow. that. Wow. Uh, I have no Devogin idea. Is. Yeah. Uh, Georgia Southern plays the Ohio Bobcats tomorrow morning on ESPN at 11 a.m. So make sure you get up for that. And oh, I'll be that. up by 515. John tweeted a pic of the TV Guide cover from June of 1984. Here are some of the headlines. Mm -hmm. Behind Howard Cosell's drinking on the air. <laughs> why, Al Michaels, why Al Michaels probably won't be a superstar. Ooh. And the reasons women fail as sportscasters. Oh, my. 1984? Ah. <laughs> yeah. 1984. Uh, President Donald Trump says the Live Tour will hold another golf tournament at his national Doral course in Miami next April. Hmm. Says the last one was terrific. It was wonderful. It was the greatest ever. Yeah. <laughs> On this date, December 15th, 1988, Lori Davis of Long Island sued Mike Tyson for grabbing her buttocks. Oh, boy. All right. In 1896, the first pitching machine created by Princeton professor Charles Hinton is demonstrated in the school's gymnasium. The math instructor's device resembled a rifle that shot the ball toward the batter. <laughs> I don't know why this didn't catch on. <laughs> uh, they couldn't fit enough people on the team no, for the next season, I guess. And in 1910, 1910, during a five-hour session at the Hotel Breslin in New York City, National League President Tom Lynch informed the owners that the umpires will be required to take a severe eye test before the start of the season. As a result of the decree, any umpire with defective eyesight will no longer be able to work. Oh, man. Uh, and that's sport. Well, we have one anniversary also on this day in 1982. Bear Bryant announces his football coaching days at Alabama are over. 1982.
Anyway, interesting. Uh, Five twenty-eight with the camera, Pete and Flounder. And coming up, or after we got a little uh, a break, uh, coming up here in about a minute, and then you're going to hear the Redneck cr- uh, Christmas. We will also. Uh, we'll also have a little thing about a little girl who uh, talks about the difference between Santa Claus arriving on Christmas Day or the people at Amazon, which is kind of weird. Also, a little bit of a relationship thing kind of held over from before, including a woman, uh, a couple of women who need some dating advice. And uh, why can't I find a chick like this? And uh, Pete mentioned there's a warning. This is December 15th is the most sexless day of the year. Experts say a lot of it's the fault of the of women. Uh, a, a lot. I'm, again, I'm going to use a big word here. We'll take a break here in about 10 seconds. So for the next 10 seconds, if you're queasy or something, this is true. Uh, there are a multitude of reasons don't, why don't someone's sex it. drive might be a, a little a, a little upset in the winter months. Don't be- do it. Don't do it. Please, I'm begging you. Please don't do it. Well, I guess you'll have to replay the show at 3, th- three o'clock. If you want to get the latest. Please. I'm back. 5.30 with a Kimmer, Pete, and Flounder. <laughs> By the way, when, when Kevin McCarthy left office and did his little goodbye speech at the, at the House yesterday because he quit in the middle of his term, uh, he uh, he talked to reporters after his speech, and he, he he ripped into Matt Gates again from Florida, the congressman of Florida, called him psychotic, and said he was a criminal, ought to be in prison. <laughs> oh man, uh, I mean, holy smokes! Swamp creature. Brutal. McCarthy's a swamp creature. Brutal. All right, five thirty-four. Uh, the Pinkster. Yeah, baby. Another brick something there, huh? What do you think? 1979. Here we go. I like when they change octaves. And... Hey! Yeah. Teacher, leave them kids alone. 1979. Pink Floyd started a five-week run at number one in the British singles chart with another brick in the wall, part two which is their only British chart topper. I thought fine. That's sort of amazing to me. Their only number one song in Britain. The song was also final number one single of the 70s, received a Grammy nomination for best performance by a rock duo or group, but lost to Bob Seger's Against the Wind. Well, I find that hard to believe, too. Anyway, thanks. Oh, my God. Yeah. Hey, they were well ahead of their time warning us about teachers. That's for sure. Well, that's there you go. Uh, Birthdays include someone, I don't know this name. You may because you may watch these uh, shows. Camilla Luddington is 40. Camilla Luddington plays the British last Dr. Joe Wilson on Grey's Anatomy and Lara Croft for the latest Tomb Raider video game. Which, uh, the thing in there, I don't know. Adam Brody, you know that name? 44, Seth Cohen on the O.C., Adam Brody, I don't know him either. And uh, let's see, a little quick uh, history note here. He had to do uh, 2003, 20 years ago this day, the family of the late Senator Strom Thurmond had to acknowledge that, yes, indeed, old Strom had a daughter he never met until she was 16 years old, and her mother was a black household servant named Carrie Butler. 
And uh, Strom was uh, just uh, bringing the races together there, apparently. All right, uh, 5.30 said we still have Pete's twin. <laughs> well, hey, oh. One at a time. One girl at a time. <laughs> <laughs> One slave at a time. Thank you. Uh, we got Pete's tweets coming up and, uh, and a couple of goofy things. But first, uh, Flounder, let's do this. If you, uh, Every year we do this on the radio that I've been around for many, many, many years. And this is our first Christmas here at 106.3. So this will be a new tradition as long as we last anyway. It's another reg- edition of A Redneck Christmas. Was the night before Christmas, and all through the trailer, my cousins was snoring like six drunken sailors. <laughs> the children were nestled all snug in their beds with the home shopping network stuck in their heads. The ashtrays were full, and the beer bottles strewn looked like no one would stir, at least until noon. And, and so I surmise that with a little good luck, the missus and I could sneak in a good Nap. Or nap I'm not nap. sure. I'm having trouble with that line. Sleep, I was hoping nap. you could help me with that one. Rest, a nice rest. So, uh, so I and my wife beat her, and she and her teddy broke out the handcuffs and got the whips ready. <laughs> I just put fresh batteries in all the adult toys when out in the street I heard a hellacious noise. <laughs> I leapt to the window and ripped down the sheet and, and gazed in wide wonder at the scene in the street. <laughs> sheet. The full moon was casting a silvery light on a heartwarming trailer park holiday site. A stretch Hummer limo with eight hookers in back and their fat bearded pimp with a red velvet pack. <laughs> he was dressed in Armani with a lizard skin belt, a rock on each finger, and a chinchilla pelt. <laughs> His pearl-handled Beretta was engraved to St. Nick, and it was tucked in his trousers right next to his wallet. wallet. I'm I'm still working on that line, Pocket watch could be a lot of things. I can't get a good rhyme on that Uh, one. That's all right, sir. Keep the flow. Uh, Keep the flow. Those gold teeth glittered as the crowd gathered round, and he unfurled a list that reached to the ground. He gave food stamps and vouchers and government cheese to the Hondurans, the Haitians, and the Vietnamese. (laughs) iPods and Game Boys and stereo equipment all recently hijacked from a big Walmart shipment. (laughs) And then to his chariot, the portly elf sprang. And to the grateful he yelled, ain't nothing but a thing. (laughs) (laughs) To his curvaceous minions he called, on candy, on brandy, on Maya and Star, on cinnamon and Laquisha, get your ass in the car. (laughs) 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 And I heard him exclaim as he drove out of sight. To bar skanks and bikers and paid hookers alike, <laughs> Merry Christmas to all, and to all a good night. And Merry Christmas to the Kimber, Pete, and Flounder. 540 on 106.3. <laughs> One of the great Christmas bits of all time. And next week, I, now, I we're, think... we're here next week, and we'll play a, a bunch of, we may even play some of the old Bob Rivers songs, walking around in women's underwear oh, and all that guys. Well, but just for oh, fun Lord of it. We may, yeah, it might be just for the heck. We, we have some coming next week. We have some good ones coming next week. When I get in Monday, we're gonna, I'm going to sit with Flounder, and we're going to 
find some. Outstanding. Well, we'll have a look at Now, again, now Monday, I've got my, my major medical thing out in Lithia Springs, so I'm going to be running around, be blowing the whole morning here. But uh, but I'll definitely I'm ready. Oh, no, I won't forget that, I guarantee you. I'm going to try not to. I, I'm going to. In fact, I wrote a note. I'm not making this up. I have it's here in my bag. I have a note right here about the Christmas party tomorrow night. Because oh, we're calling I you. forgot. <laughs> I totally forgot. We're I swear calling. to God, if you had just, I, I, I would never have, I would never remembered. And I did RSVP. I mean, I went to the, I, I think I think it did. I think I, I, I forwarded that little doodad, the little round click thing. So uh, whatever you call yeah. it. And uh, so I think I'm anyway. So I think no, I'm good. Now, what are you wearing? A, a jacket and tie, right? You know, it's not. Is this? It's not a tux thing, is it? It's just uh, I, I no, I've got. I have three. No, I have three jacket. tuxedos. By the no, way, no, no, no. Business casual. You could wear your boots, jeans, and like a blazer or something like that, like you normally well, jeans. I wouldn't do that. We can I'll, wear I'll, jeans. No, I'll, 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 I'll go typical white bread. I'll, I'll wear a pair of khakis and uh, and a sport jacket. And, and cargo I'm, pants? Can we get get away with cargo? No, you pants? don't want to wear cargo pants. But anyway, Why but I, but I was just thinking, I have I have maybe I have I have at least three, maybe four tuxedos from, the, and they're all twenty years. The, the newest ones at least twenty years old. So they, they got the big wide lapels. I mean, they're, they're like some band leader in nineteen fifty eight or something. I should wear that. Guy Lombardo. Should, oh my God! I should wear one of those. <laughs> I, I should I should do that. Or you know what? I, you know yes, what I did, Brown once, I did right now. once when I was I was dating this hot chick, uh, this uh, uh, Asian chick in San Francisco, and we went to a black and white party. And I said, I don't know what that is. She said, Well, you have to wear black and white. You're whatever you're dressing, but it, you know you can goof around, and have fun, and people kind of dress up in all stupid costume and stuff. So what I wore was a, was tuxedo pants and tuxedo patent leather shoes and a tuxedo fluffy shirt and my uh, motorcycle jacket, <laughs> my black leather motorcycle motorcycle jacket, <laughs> and wore that to the black and white party. I- I want to see you in a blue suit with brown shoes. That's what <laughs> that, I well, yeah, I sh- I, you know, I thought about that, but I don't think I own any brown shoes. I'd have to go buy some just for the occasion. And again, I still, although I've seen lately on the sports shows, uh, some of the guys wearing suits yeah. are no longer wearing brown shoes. I mean, which I think, but I st- you still see it. And it's just, I, I can't believe it. I can't believe it. Na- a blue suit, na- even mid blue or navy blue, mid- and brown shoes. It just, it, you're killing me. Anyway, I don't know. Oh, uh, let's do, uh, uh, it's 543. I flounder that little, there's a little girl. I heard this on the morning show today with our Amer- All-American Anal Team. Uh, and they were playing this little girl. Somebody put together a little skit with a little girl talking about uh, which way is better to have uh, presents delivered on Christmas time. And here she is now. Amazon. First of all, Santa invented free overnight delivery. Amazon, whatever. Santa is a nice jelly belly grandpa. Jeff Bezos is creepy and bald and has an even creepier girlfriend. Did she buy those on Amazon? Santa comes to town in a sleigh with reindeer. Amazon shows up in a dirty blue van blasting death metal. Santa wraps her presents and gently puts them under the tree. The tatted up Amazon guy casually tosses brown boxes on her porch and puts out a cigarette in the planter. Santa says, ho, ho, ho. Amazon says, more, more, more. Santa has elves that work for candy canes and gumdrops, while Amazon elves work for peanuts. Finally, I would never sit on Jeff Bezos' lap. 
gross. This has been an ordinary kid <laughs> on Why Santa. Yeah, I don't know where that came from, but it was pretty funny this morning. I thought you might enjoy that, too. Uh, 544, uh, we mentioned earlier some relationship stuff. One of the reasons that they say that uh, people kind of lose interest in having intimacy this time of year, for one thing, is the shorter days and there's less sunlight and you're inside and the weather and stress at Christmas. And they said that the December 15th is the least sexual time of the year. People have less sexual activity on this day than any other, and there and and there's uh, there was another thing, another syndrome which doctors actually have. Why? No, well, I won't say it. But 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 by a lot of women at this time of year uh, have uh, some discomfort and so are not as anxious to have uh, intimacy as they normally would be. See how how was that? Uh, something about uh, you know the nature's window and uh, you know the arrival of a certain. Uh, these day days just blend together for you though, really. I mean, sexless days, sexless well, I, no, months. Yeah, today's the day that fewer people than ever have sex on this stage. I thought it was yesterday <clears throat> and tomorrow and two days ago and nine days ago and 20 years ago. And, yeah. <laughs> I haven't got that kind of time. Uh, quarter of six. We got a lot more to play for you, too. Uh, Peach Tweets. Uh, we'll do that. And then we got uh, uh, oh the girl, we, uh, the funny girl on missing her husband. Oh, my. Wait, if you haven't heard this, you're going to love it. Quarter six. Quarter six. Look out. Here we go. Day in 1956, Elvis Presley gave his final performance on Louisiana Hayride, a live radio program broadcast on KWKH in Shreveport, Louisiana. Elvis made 50 appearances on the show, and at the end of the show, Horace Logan first made the now legendary phrase, Elvis has left the building. That's where it started, because the crowd was going nuts. Yeah. And they wouldn't let you say Elvis. I'll tell you, that was huge. Yeah. My parents used to listen to that. That was as big over there as the the Grand Delta Opera was was over here in Tennessee. Exactly. At at the uh, Nashville Nashville station. WMH or where it was. What the hell's the name of that? It's very famous callers. WSM. 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 That's what it was. Anyway, Elvis Presley, 1956. Last one. Let's see. A couple quick things here. Bum, bum, boom. Uh, let's see. We got uh, on, uh, 1974, Young Frankenstein was released with Gene Wilder, Mar- Marty Feldman, and Peter Boyle, and our haughty little blonde chick, uh, whose name I can't say. I just talked about her yesterday, and I had the hots for her. Uh, Terry Gar. Terry Gar. Roll in the hay, roll in the hay kind of deal there. Uh, and uh, let's see. On this day also, 1973, John. Fun, oh, I got one more. Uh, John Paul Getty. <laughs> The third is found safe and sound, minus part of his ear, which is kidnapper. Uh, kidnapper uh, kidnappers had lopped off and sent to his family to prove they were not digging around. The old man, Getty, wouldn't pay for a while. He didn't have, want nothing to do with it, and then he finally had to cough up $2.8 million or something uh, to get the kid back. So anyway, there you go. Uh, let's see, uh, 553. How about little Peach tweets here, Flounder? And then we got something uh, funny for you to hear. In case you missed it earlier, Getty got caught on TV. But first, we got Pete, we got tweets, and a good thing we got it all because he's right here with us now. Pete's tweets. <laughs> 
Scott said he loved the show Tuesday, writing, great show today, total chaos. <laughs> well, that's our job. <laughs> that's my middle that's name. That's when you right. were singing the Rhino. Uh, oh, you were yeah. doing the Rhino song oh, at that boy. point. Oh, yeah, boy. That was a good one there, yes. Okay, how about... Uh, <laughs> You know, I can't find good Alfredo sauce anywhere in a jar. There's no such thing. In a jar, for yeah, some probably. reason, Alfredo sauce tastes like jar. Yeah, yeah. Uh, how about ragu peppermint-flavored Alfredo sauce? Though? Oh, you eat that? gross. Pe no, no. I'm, oh, God, I'm, what would you put it on? What do you want peppermint on when it goes on Alfredo? Spaghetti and meatball? Oh, good. Disgusting. <laughs> oh. <laughs> And in the movie Home Alone in 1990, Kevin spent a total Kevin spent a total of $19.83 on orange juice, saran wrap, toilet paper, dryer sheets, mac and cheese, milk, Tide, TV dinners, Wonder Bread, and Toy Soldiers. Do Today, the, do the total again. 19, do the total again, because in case you missed it at the very beginning of your thing there. That's just right. $19.83. Okay. That was in 19 90. when? 84? 90. 90. 1990. 1990. Okay. Yeah. Today, that would cost you $63.89. <laughs> it's a little higher. But the economy's such great shape, Pete. Everything's great. You know, they, you know, they do the inflation thing. They never put in food, energy. Right, yeah. Or shelter. Yeah, and if they talk about crime, they leave out New York. <laughs> it's un and they leave out New York and California yeah. when it comes to homelessness. You know, it figures. Unbelievable. Uh, you got more there? That's that? tweets. Okay. Uh, Flounder, no, we, that's it. Uh, how long is that little, uh, is our bit with a lady who I didn't know she was on TV first? Because I uh, About a minute 20. Oh, well, we've got plenty of time then. Uh, a couple quick stories here. And again, uh, have a great weekend, everybody. It looks like it's a mild to cool, like 50 degree uh, weekend and dry, so that's nice. So we're going to try to have fun while you're finishing shopping. Uh, in Massachusetts, Patrick Kenny Jr. was found Saturday night collapsed in the parking lot of a restaurant in Saugus, Mass, near uh, Boston, stabbed to death in the neck, a knife wound in his neck, 42-year-old dad of young twins, married, horrible tragedy. And then they did some investigating and realized, oh, my God, horrible accident. He used to carry a knife on a string or a rope around his neck, and he apparently accidentally stabbed himself in the neck and died in the parking lot. They just they they, they clear they said no it wouldn't it was an accident. Well, let's uh, clear our heads out with this. Sydney Moore and her boyfriend, girl and her boyfriend, with their kids inside their home over the weekend in Clarksville, Tennessee. F3 tornado left six people dead, two dozen injured, touched down, destroyed this couple's mobile home and their belongings, and it picked up their four-month-old child and took her away. The mom said something, and he told me to run and jump on top of my son. The moment I jumped on him, the walls collapsed. Her boyfriend could see the tornado enveloping their home, ripping to shreds the baby's bassinet. He was picked up in the air. The roof came off. The tip of the tornado came down and picked up the bassinet with our baby, she said. He was the first thing to go up. Her boyfriend lunged to rescue the baby, ended up getting thrown out of the home along with the baby who was asleep at the time. He, my boyfriend holding onto the bassinet the whole time. They went into circles, swarming in the tornado. She and her family finally got out. We're looking through to the debris and looked up and son of a gun, their little baby boy, four-month-old baby, was alive in a tree that had been collapsed in the storm. She said, oh my God, I thought he was dead. Uh, and he's fine. All right, so I'm throwing the BS flag. I'm sorry. I'm throwing the BS flag. You think this is not true? Story. 
Well, maybe we could do a GoFundMe yeah, just to help the family rebuild their toy. Oh, I don't know. Anyway, all right, Flounder. Here, this is now is a lady being interviewed. Her husband was kidnapped. This chick was kidnapped. Her uh, husband was kidnapped. And the TV camera came in, to, uh, and she thought she was going to be doing an interview. They asked her to do an interview. And so she thought she was good. they were going to cue her to go ahead and do it. She didn't know she was live on the whole time. You're going to hear her uh, telling what she really feels about her husband. And also the guy watching this on TV laughing the whole time. But Flounder, if you will, sir. I don't even like my husband enough to be out here looking for his chin ass. I'm happy he's gone. <laughs> this is the longest breakout I've ever had since we got married he's controlling i'm excited that he's missing and then the police and y'all telling me i gotta sit here and do a news interview asking for help i don't want help i like that he's missing i don't want him to come home but i don't want y'all you know when the camera started and stuff i cry a little bit and act like i miss him but i don't, I don't want the police thinking i had something to do with it because i don't care but i'm i'm tired of him you get what i'm saying oh wow Listen. I already done went to jail for holding my last boyfriend captive. What? But he went to jail for holding your last boyfriend. With my husband missing, they really gonna think it's me. <laughs> I ain't did nothing. So whenever you're ready, I'm ready. So now she thinks she's going on now. If anybody has seen me. <laughs> See you next week, and uh, little by little, Boo Babu and uh, Teddy Bear says bye too. It's only Kimberly. Who I gotta go? You're killing me. Flounder Pete, see you boys. Have a good one. Look out, Herb and Herb. <laughs> Is this the year you want to grow your business? Do you want to expand your team? Build a new office? Hey, it's Tug, and I want to tell you about First Liberty Building and Loan. Aren't you exhausted by going to lenders, building a relationship, and a week later, you're dealing with a new person? You won't have to with First Liberty Building and Loan. The Frost family has been helping businesses grow since the 90s, and they can help you too. They know the patterns, they know the ebbs and flows, and they know business. Now the Frost family wants to know you. FirstLibertyGA.com. Buying a building, building a building, buying a franchise, or expanding. Reach out and spend 10 minutes with them. See if you're a fit for them and if they're a fit for you. FirstLibertyGA.com. By the way, if you're a young banker and you want to work with a team that's faith-friendly with a culture of excellence, First Liberty might be a good match. Reach out to First Liberty Building and Loan at FirstLibertyGA.com. That's FirstLibertyGA.com.